Welcome to Walking Backwards. I'm Brad Grimet. This week's guest is John Hankhammer, who I've known for a really long time and is a great Steadicam operator and a really nice guy. And I think we had a nice conversation, so hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm recording this ahead of time, but by the time this is released on Monday, I will be in Vegas, thanks to Tiff and Steadicam, who have asked me to come out and do some chats with a couple of people. So uh, this afternoon and then Tuesday afternoon as well. Um, So if you're in Vegas, come check it out. Might be fun. I'm uh, I'm honestly a little bit nervous, but uh, because I think there's a crowd and stuff. But um, it should be great, and if everything goes according to plan, it will become a podcast or two, maybe. I don't know. Um, So check that out, and thank you to Tiffin. They have a lot of other operators going out there, too. I've been finding out more and more, so um, there'll be a good group of us there. So if you're going, um, come around the Tiffin booth and check it out. Also, I think they're releasing uh, their new sled. I'm not exactly sure. I think I read that. So... um, yeah, check it out. Um, yes, and thank you to Walter Clausen for their support um, and their goodwill, as always. Um, we we talk a bit about some Clausen products, specifically the iBaird um, in this episode. So, um, so yeah, that's um, that's cool. It wasn't it's not a plant or anything. It's it's not like that. We just it just came up in conversation. So. Um, and they make good stuff. So thank you, Walter Clausen FX. All right. Um, if you'd like to email me, which it, once you listen to this, you might want to for a very specific reason. Um, <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it's walkingbackwardspodcast at gmail.com. And check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash walkingbackwards. All right. So uh, on to the interview. I hope you enjoy it. Here's John Hankammer. Look at that, we're, we're recording. And I have John Hankhammer sitting in front of me. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers it's been you. a while since I saw you. Absolutely. Very long time. How you been? Um, fine. I'm good now. The beer in my hand. Yeah, you've been in traffic, so. <laughs> I got off on uh, <clears throat> on Laurel Canyon and got stuck in the traffic there. Right, Yeah. It's it it's hit and miss. You get behind somebody that's yeah. tr- driving like a snail. <laughs> yeah, and waves wanted to take me up into the hills, and I was like, oh, they wanted you to shortcut it. Yeah, everybody else was going there too, so I decided to go against my ways. They're all on ways. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's been bad in the past. Well, thanks for making the trip. I appreciate it. You're most welcome. Um, it's funny you brought where'd that file? You brought a file cabinet with right you. next to me. <laughs> it's not a file cabinet. That's all. That's all call sheets. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Don't you save your call sheets? Yeah, but now um, I save them all on my computer. Well, yeah, but that's what, within the last few years. Yeah. Getting emailed call sheets. I don't know, what, 10? The what? Probably 10 years. Yeah, well, you know, you last think? few years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I started, I saved them, you know, just being sort of a... I'm not a hoarder, but, uh, you know, just saving my papers for yeah, sure. who knows. And then eventually I figured it was a nice uh, kind of historical record. Yeah. At some point. I mean, I don't know. I'll throw them away eventually. But um, I mean, it's now, just some papers. It's not that hard to keep them. Yeah. And now this is a perfect opportunity to look look at them. 
Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what you... You're, uh, you're all worried that you're not going to remember well, names. So. I'm absolutely worried. I've, I've listened. I told you. I've listened to nearly every one of these podcasts <laughs> with, with great interest. And you keep asking about... Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, it's all right if you don't remember everybody's exact name. And most people, they most people eventually we remember. Ten minutes later, we're like, "Oh, it was so and so." Well, good luck. I'm waiting for you to remember all these names that I'm going to forget. Well, I won't remember them. You're, you're going to be. <laughs> That's why the box is here. <laughs> okay, fine. And I have a like up in my closet. I have a bunch of. I've stack of call sheets from. See. Yeah. Yeah. I probably have call sheets. You probably have older than ones me. I, I have ones from. Probably 98, 99, 2000. Yeah, that's just... I got here in 97. Right, okay. Were you doing Steadicam right when you got here? Um, Boy, they're, they're coming for you, John. I know. You hear them? <laughs> it's because I... No, I didn't go very fast here. Okay, good. Um, I got here in 97 from uh, Denver. And I was... Um, I got into the business in Denver... And uh, I don't know. Do you, do I just go through the history or <laughs> whatever you want? Yeah, I mean, you grew up in Denver, or no, no, no. I'm I'm from Kansas. I I oh, was okay. a, I was a newspaper photographer, and um, that was my sort of my supposed to be my profession. Really? And I didn't. I just was at small newspapers uh, for a few years, and um, I didn't. I didn't quite. I don't know. I, I was like everybody else. I wanted to work for the National Geographic and right. do big stories and things like that. And that wasn't kind of happening. And I eventually um, tried to change it up, and I went to some main workshop weeks mm. and once and um, tried to learn sort of color photojournalism. And, and oh, were you shooting all black and white at the time? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I didn't know anything about color. I shot a little bit of color. Um, for special features in the newspaper I was working for at the time, and but generally uh, they didn't print color photos anyway. No, it's it, color was kind of the Sunday thing, right? And I, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I, I kind of I did a couple of these workshops and with a geographic photographer, and mm. sort of got disillusioned because they their mo there was at least at the time I was there was kind of. Uh, they were. They went to. I think a lot of the uh, instructors were there just to kind of party and see each other after you know being in the wilds. Right. At least that's the impression I got. Right. It's like a reunion kind of thing. Yeah. And and I, it was it was fantastic to be there and to listen to them and listen to the stories and everything. Yeah. Um, but it was. Um, I don't know. I I didn't quite learn what I I thought I was gonna find out about you know learn mm. about um what did you want to learn like how to how to get that job <laughs> i mean <laughs> or just i don't how even to shoot it. i don't even know if it was so much that it was more the sort of mix i thought it would be a mix of technical with with some you know background in in the theory of why you would use color and it and being there with uh at the workshop i was at was with um uh with this guy he was very famous for, you know, these fantastic, uh, all this Kodachrome work that he was doing all around the world. And With animals? Or he was a National Geographic guy? Or? Yeah, no, most just kind of social documentary okay. sort of stuff. And um, um, uh, Dave, I think it was David Allen Harvey, I think it was his name. Is that right? Um, anyway, he, 
uh, and it was it was fine. And again, the the stories were were worth it for being there and, right. and seeing other people and interacting with other photographers and and um, and it was great. But it just kind of left me like feeling like I didn't really learn how to you know again kind of get into the right. into magazine work and that sort of stuff right so i kind of went back to my newspaper it was more of a it was it sounds like it was more of a networking thing but well it wasn't even network well you you could i don't think i knew enough about anything right, right. at that point <laughs> you know i was just a kid from kansas how old were you at that time uh what was i uh late 20s i guess okay and um uh, well, kid, a young man from Kansas. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but you know, not. I didn't have a lot of experience being out in the world, and uh, and I was. Um, but nonetheless, it was it was fun and great, and and I moved on to a different uh, newspaper, and um, and eventually there, this uh, the sports writer who I was kind of pals with um, knew I was after a couple of years at this other paper knew I was kind of done with the thing and wanted to move on and had been talking about filmmaking and mm. I'd wanted to be a documentary camera operator and I didn't even know what that entailed at the time I just thought right. it from my uh, time in college um, when I took a lot of theory history and criticism of film which did me ultimately no good um, I studied a lot of documentaries we watched a lot of documentaries and did a little bit of shooting just for just to get an idea of the right. production side. Um, never really learning much, but you know about production. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting. It would be really interesting to be the the man with a camera. Right. Well, like, you know, I worked in news. Yeah. In '96, yeah. so we were kind of. I was a little bit younger than you, but um, um, I spent a year shooting spot news, and we would see the. We would get the feed every night, like the national feeds and stuff and the international yeah. feeds. And I would ask the older guy. I was really lucky. There were two guys there. There were a bunch of older guys there at, a, at a, like a 65 market, but they stayed because it was a great gig. They yeah. paid double what everybody else paid. Oh, man. Um, if I had wanted to go back to school, well, I was in school already, but they, they'll pay for classes. They'll, they had me on a 401k, oh, wow. like right away, yeah. vacation. To, you know, it was a great place to work compared to most news places, which like my buddy at the NBC affiliate in Roanoke was making like just over minimum wage. And I was oh, making geez. double what he was making, which still isn't a lot of money, but I was just starting. Yeah. You know, yeah. we were both just starting. And <clears throat> anyway... They both shot film. Two of them went to USC film school. At least one. I think two. Anyway, so they knew all about all the stuff and they'd been around forever. And I would see these images come in from Bosnia or yeah. Serbia or whatever. And I'm like, who shoots that? And they're, they're essentially stringers. They're like freelance war photographers. Oh, man. Who wait they don't a lot of them don't really live anywhere they just kind of stay where they land yeah and then when the next thing comes they book a satellite time and blah 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 and they and they haul ass and they get their you know they have editing like portable editing gear wow. and they go yeah and they shoot and they book a helicopter if they you know and i was like that would be awesome just on their own super freelance yeah i don't know if they're I don't know if they ever had. Maybe they had an editor come with them or something. I'm not sure, I, but it might have been one man, one manning a lot of it, and um, and just feeding the network every night. Yeah. And um, I thought, man, how cool, what a way to travel, like to see the world, but doing war, right? 
I mean, but it sounded exciting. <laughs> Do you know? Well, because at the time yeah. I was working in, I was working in 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 spot news. So yeah. car crashes, murders. Yeah. Um, I've seen. I've been in, literally in the middle of a of a car chase. Yeah. I kind of got involved with it, trying to help the cops stop the car. Oh no! You're not supposed to get involved. <laughs> yeah, this was a kid going like. In a neighborhood, guy. I mean, he was—he didn't kill anybody, but oh, you're helping. The, I, the I kind of tried nice. to block the road a little bit because yeah. he was coming our way. Yeah, and he got around us, and the reporter with me was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, <laughs> "Man, if if he if he crashes into that house, three people could die. Yeah. If I could slow him down a little, you Concerned know, concerned citizen. It was kind of that, but I'm yeah. in the news, the news station wagon, like I'm driving." <laughs> It wasn't the smartest move ever, but it, it wasn't. Wagon. It wasn't the worst thing ever. That's great. Oh, it was great, man! You just everything rode in the back, a slot for the yeah. camera, and our in our bag with our tape set right there, and you just pop the pop the back, and but you, it was you'd it was be a shooting station wagon. In. Yeah, station wagon. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like an old. I can't even remember. Maybe oh, a Chevy that. station wagon or nice. something. I can't remember. Yeah, we had you know probably six of those or something, and then a sat truck and. Sure, they have helicopters. You didn't and get stuff to drive there. the sad truck. No, they, they they. Oh, we had a bunch That's of microwave funny. trucks too, but uh, they never. Um, or did they not have a sad truck? I can't remember, but um, they never really trained me on it. I I helped the other guys with them, but um, you know, I was still I was always the new guy. Yeah. You know, the next guy older. Actually, there was one younger guy, but he was like, he was out of college. I was still in college. Yeah. I just kind of fell into the job and. I got his old job because they opened a satellite office. But anyway, no the the point the point being was these guys knew all about it and they were yeah. telling me and and um, one of them found a magazine he had all about it and he was like here you know if you're interested and they were so supportive and great. There was a opposite mo- of news. I don't know if the same or opposite of most stations. Is it the same way in that newspapers? That they were helpful. Or, yeah, they, like my friend would tell me Brian who worked at the at the other one. Um, God, Brian, we're, Brian Mastretta. I think he still works in news, but in like DC. Um, anyway, uh, he would tell me, "Oh, these guys, they steal my my good tapes." Because you would reuse tapes over and over again. Yeah. Um, um, for like twenty five or thirty cycles, and then yeah. they'd give you new ones. But they, you know, and you have good batteries and batteries that are kind of going bad. They'd take his good ones and give them their. You know, in the oh like when gosh. when he wasn't on, yeah. they would steal out of his bag and. Oh my god! And apparently, that's the way that business is. And I worked at a, a station, um, who they owned. I don't know, fifteen stations around the country. I think. Yeah. And they treated people really great. I have to give them credit. Wow. They were they were super Christian. Uh, the the owners, I th- from what I remember, yeah. but they acted like it, which yeah. is great. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so they treated people well. Insurance, four hundred one k, they hundred percent match on oh, a four hundred one k. All this stuff. Like when I finally had to quit because I was essentially about to fail out of college because of my work. It was a part time job, but I was working yeah. forty hours a week. Yeah. So I was essentially about to fail out of college, and finally, you know, I had to I had to go, and. um and HR called me like a week later and said, um, um, she, she said, I just want to make sure you're at the same address you've been for the whole time because I'm going to send you. Normally, I would they would hand me my check, you know, or yeah. it would be the thing. She said, I'm going to send you your um, your last check and then your vacation pay. And I said, what? <laughs> she goes, Vaca- your vacation pay. You didn't take your vacation while you were here. Um, and I was like, how much is that? She goes, well, you get two weeks of pay. I was like, holy shit. Nice. And I was 20, 
21 at the time. And I didn't you, know what vacation pay. I didn't know how that worked. And you moved on from that job. Man. You know, there's a situation where, you know, do you want to finish college? Yeah. And also my dad was paying for me to go to college, which yeah. was so awesome. And he's like, look, you know, you're welcome to stay at your job, but I'm not going to pay for college yeah. anymore if yeah. you're going to flunk out of it. You know, it's just a fair point. And so I, so I left. And I think in the long run, it's a good thing. I mean, shooting, oh, yeah. shooting news nowadays, look at it. Ugh. Yeah. I, I watch the, the, um, you know, you watch the news and you see the scrum of, still photographers and video photographers around people trying to give a an interview and it's just awful and they're just, just laying bad. on the button yeah <laughs> i mean i i, I did here i'm shooting right i was in smaller situations like that at the, right. some of the, the little newspapers Same i was here, in yeah but it you know even then it was kind of a mess but i i, it, I can't imagine well you got you had now. to know what you were doing there wasn't digital not that some of these guys aren't fantastic um some of them are really unbelievable photographers, yeah. but it's all about composition now. It's not about, yeah. there's nothing technical to know. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I mean, if you can, I mean, you could almost put it on auto now. The cameras are so good. And then they just spam the button. Yeah, we kind of did that too. I'm sure you did. <laughs> but you had to, but if your exposure sucked, you wouldn't know it. Yeah. You know, if 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 it's well, a four a of, and you've got you accidentally close your iris to a sixteen, you're going to come back with nothing. Yeah, I, I seem to remember that it, it, a lot of it was just sort of the same. You know, we'd always sort of you know always use Tri-X, right? And there'd be maybe four different situations you'd be in. Sure. And if it got heated, you know, you just kind of right. make it work. And, right. But um, uh. Uh, the thing I was thinking of when you were talking about the war stuff was that uh, in in Maine there was another guy there, um, and I think he was taking a one of the classes I was in, and he was with U.S. News and World Report, and we kind of were talking one night at you know having beers or something, and after the week or so, and and um, he asked me if I wanted to go down to Washington and interview. Uh, with, US with, with U.S. News. I think it was U.S. News or something like that or AP. And, um, and it's like, well, hmm, maybe. What's going on? Well, we have an opening for a war photographer. Really? <laughs> that's about that's about as far as it went for me. And you were like, nope? I don't think so. I wow. mean, I it, it sort of sounded interesting for a minute, but then I thought about it, and I'm, I'm you know. Yeah. I don't, don't think I'm really into that. Right. Well, the reason I went interested, I was, I meant to tell you earlier, like, I think I got sidetracked, was because I shot so much of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen some, I won't go into too much detail, but I've, I've watched people die in front of yeah. me, you know, and had a couple of those. Yeah. And, and, um, that's, it sticks with you. I'll never forget a couple of things, but the chase of it at the beginning, when you first hear the, the yeah. call and you're yeah, going sure. it's an adrenaline pump like crazy and then also getting it and like there were times when i had minutes to get it on the air yeah you know and c trying to cut it real quick and it's such a excuse me such an adrenaline thing that it felt like the war thing would yeah, be yeah. the same way you know yeah and i i got a you know i've certainly had much smaller well, you were in Denver. There was there was more going on in well, Denver than there was in Roanoke. Well, I wasn't I wasn't a, a, a newspaper guy in Denver. I I was in Vail, Colorado. Oh, you were okay. Yeah, I moved. Oh, that's not too shabby though. 
Well, but it was a tiny little family newspaper that. there, and and it was all sports and okay. real estate and you know pretty pretty low stake stuff. But sure. um, the the where I was doing more a little more hard news day to day daily stuff town stuff was back in Kansas and. You know, I got, I did a couple, you know, we'd do police calls and yeah. you know, stuff on fire and plane crash and, you know, whatever, stuff like that. And yeah. It did, well, the whole gamut is also a big, uh, it was a uh, uh, college town. So there was a, uh, um, you know, a lot of cultural activities there and right. famous speakers would come in and um, a lot of big sports. And so cool. I did all that stuff. Um, but it just, you know, I just wanted to see the world and. Right. do something else but I I kind of drew the line at making war my ticket to see the world and, fair enough and you know who knows I, I doubt if I would have even gotten that job yeah but, but well th- my in, my impression at the time was like they're always looking if you're willing to well, go that's, <laughs> you know they they always yeah. need people to go and yeah. at that time they were sending a lot more people well, now that's, it's much fewer that's what I was kind of it was in the back of my mind was that you know well maybe I'm just the next guy to you know, get the ticket to. Right. <laughs> it's not going to come back. Right. Or, I mean, you come back with, you come back with, uh, it affects you. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And, well, you, 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 you've taken pictures of thing that, things that you still remember, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That affected you, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. And I, I have too. And, and, um, um, it, it's a little, there's a little, if you did that a lot, you'd have a lot of PTSD. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just like the soldiers and everybody yeah. else, you see all the same awful shit. Yeah, and uh, and get shot at just like they do. And yeah, I, I this my my move toward this business was was when I was in Vail. The sports writer knew I was kind of done, mm. and and um, so he 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 could feel it, huh? Yeah, he, <laughs> he knew. I mean, and I I kind of knew I had to do something pretty soon and he handed me a um a brochure for a, a summer workshop series a summer film production workshop series at a community college in denver oh really and um and so i signed up and gave him when the at the time as the time came i gave him my notice and i moved down to denver and just kind of jumped into that and and i met a bunch of people and and um uh you know did just odd job production stuff there and and i think i had um uh i had re i think as i was le- kind of you know done with as i was sort of leaving the the newspaper world i was starting to research what i would you know what i might be able to do right in film and i i came across steadicam and it you know everything that i found out about it sort of it felt like it would translate really well to um what i did uh you know just looking through a viewfinder and composing a frame right and um you know it's just another black and white frame uh and now it you know i did i would add movement to it i'd figure out how to sure do all the movement and it just it just sort of made sense to me and it was kind of cool to have this big toy sure or to you know ultimately have a big toy yeah yeah, i didn't i didn't you know, I couldn't imagine having you know one of these things and uh, operating it at the time, but I, I thought it would be something interesting to work toward. Yeah, and it made it made sense. The you know just uh, uh, you know being the guy that composed the picture. Sure. And at the time, it was still black and white, or green and white, or green and black, white, white and black. What was it? 
<laughs> what do you call the green screen? Green. Is, it, is it green and black? It's not when really it's... green and black. I mean, it's green and tones of green. <laughs> anyway, I, I ended up with a with a, a used 3A, so it was a yeah. green screen. Yeah, yeah. Which I still fly. Well, not I don't fly the 3A, but there I are still three, fly there are three green in this apartment. There's a TB6, and there's a master over there, and another master monitor nice. over there. Nice. <laughs> so you haven't given in. No, I haven't. There is a there is an LCD monitor in that yeah, case too, yeah. but yeah, you gotta have it. I don't know if it works. <laughs> I have one too, but I don't use it. You use your green screen still? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I have th- three TB sixes. Right. Well, they're people started getting rid of them, and they got really inexpensive. So you may as well pick them up. Right. Have a backup. Right. Well, now you have two backups. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. <clears throat> um. Uh. It's funny because there was a guy that wanted to buy my master sled and he's like, what kind of monitor do you have? I'm like, the master monitor. He's like, what is that? He's like, what kind of, you know, what's the nits on it? I'm like, it's a green screen. He's like, I don't, I don't want it. He didn't buy it because of that. I'm like, it's the most complete master system. I have every cable for everything. I've had it for a long time. Yeah. And, um, like I have everything. I even have a backup monitor for it. You know, and it's all together. I'm going to sell it all. And he he he's like, no, I'm buying this other thing and I'm converting it and blah blah. blah. I'm like, it's gonna cost you so much money anyway. Whatever, but um, but people don't they don't understand the green the green screen anymore. And I think at the time, if if people if we had had those monitors in the seventies eighties, you know, as yeah. soon as they happen, people would want them. Yeah, just because it looks more like the world to your eyes. Yeah, I um, don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I, I I have a. What is it? Uh, small HD, just sitting around as backup, yeah. in case. And um, I haven't. Do you used like it. use it as your onboard or anything? I haven't even done that yet. Hmm. I probably will. I probably should because I I keep thinking um, in the weird situations we get into um, that it would be nice when I have to leap over the other side of the camera to to get in some position for the next move. Why are you eyepiece like most of the time now? No, I've been, I've just used a, when I'm in studio, I just use a monitor Yeah, for, for years. For years? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been for years now too. Probably, I probably made that conversion four years ago. Yeah. You? Longer? Probably longer. Cause yeah. I, I, uh, I was a oh, late yeah, convert. At least. Um, Cause I was we, a late convert. we did, gosh, what was it? Um, I'm trying to think when, Gosh, I feel like it's ever since I've worked for Mike um, that we've <laughs> that I've used a oh, monitor. Oh, there you have Mike Price. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about that. Are you still doing um, How to Get Away with Murder? Is that show st- still on? Sorry for asking. No, that no, question. no. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. Uh, we finished um, season five uh, uh, first of February, first week of February, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. So I, I've been done for like a month and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know. We'll see. Do they have a pickup? You don't know yet. Oh, I, they usually do. I mean, I, I would think, yeah. I would think they're Still good back. ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. I mean, I don't know. I've been, uh, I've sort of been distracted lately. Um, um, Lisa had a knee replacement. Oh, geez. Just as we were finishing our season. And I've been a nurse for the last month and a half. Well, at least she had it. I mean, at least it wasn't while you were still working. Yeah. That would have been so much harder. Well, we kind of, we had to plan it sort Smart. of that way. Because, um, and we had, we had a little help from her mom, but, um, which was very nice. She came down. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really haven't, we kind of finished and I immediately 
<laughs> went home and right. started taking care of her, so I haven't really thought about much. But does, does she work in the business too? I, I don't. Yeah, think she's a uh, prop master on um, uh, Let's Make a Deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had no idea. It's that's a cool fun. show. You should go there and see it sometime. It's a it's a gas. Is it? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, the it's, people dress up and stuff, right? Yeah, it's totally. It's been so many years since. Oh, it's is it's, it Wayne Brady now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's totally different than than our situation because you know. Oh, we, the we, way they do things, yeah. You know, we're it's it's quiet and serious and and a lot of a lot is on the line, uh, right. all the time, and people are worried and occasionally there's a laugh and you go to her place her her stage and it's it's like a fun par- all the time party right all the time right and right. they they try to make it like that and it's loud and they're you know she's trying to do stuff and she's got a crew of people doing things and they're racing around and pushing prizes out and they're people sure it's just crazy going nuts yeah yeah it's yeah. just totally different that's cool it's a lot of fun though i'm sure it is i'm sure it is um yeah so wait season five of how to get away with murder and that's you did before was trophy wife before yeah. that uh-huh because i remember that's a good little show Let's yeah. see, was that right before I, sh- I should refer to my uh, big box of information? But I-, I covered you on Trophy Wife for a couple of days. Yeah. And I think you were sick or something. Did I ever tell you the story about what happened? I so, don't know. Let's hear. Well, you were like, uh, just bring your vest and, you know, uh, I'll send you a rental or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, it'll be easier. I'm like, fine. I just bring my vest. And um, oh, no, it sounds like an interface problem story. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> So I had a pro vest and I <clears throat> and it was it was at the end of the day he they wanted to do like one steady cam shot. So uh, I throw my vest on and I go to put your arm on and you had at the time a 3A arm. I think you have a pro now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I was like uh why is this not fitting? <laughs> and the 3A the the tolerances were a a little wild on those. I so, think I remember that. Yeah. Well, like with my Wouldn't master arm, I had to just um, like sandpaper it down. They actually did it at Pro for me. Yeah. Just like a millimeter yeah. off of it. And then yeah. it's great. But that had not been done to your arm. And I wasn't about to like try to do that. And there wasn't time anyway. So and is my, my arm into your, my stuff into your vest? Was to, your, the male part <laughs> of the, your socket pocket Shit. was too big. So what I'm was, like. What was your vest? Pro. Oh. <sighs> So anyway, sorry. oh well, I mean, a very belated sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> it's a you know it's a thing that happens. But but so the guys are like, well, yeah. like <laughs> we're all like, what do we do? I can see. I'm that. like, how big is John's vest? You have a Clausen vest. It should be a perfect match. Oh my god, no, dude, you're like you're probably a 32. I'm a 36. It took three of us to get that thing on me. They were put, really one guy's pushing behind on the thing, the other guy's jamming, and I'm holding. I'm like <gasps> holding my breath, oh like my they're jammed. They jam me in it, like they get like one notch on the on the buckles. Oh my god! Uh, and then I did the shots, and it was like running back and forth with them. Who's that great actress that was in that show? Female, um, uh, Oscar nominee at one point. Um, uh, oh uh, yeah, I know. I think I know who you're talking about the. Um, I'm blanking on her name. The the grandmother or the mom, the mom of the mom. Yeah. Anyway, she's running around and I'm like running side to side with her, and oh. it just, 
I could have. I, I didn't blow out. No, oh, okay. I realized at a certain point I probably could have just unbuckled it because <laughs> it was so tight. I mean, oh, although man. it probably would have popped off like. <laughs> but anyway, that was, and it was only like one shot. And that was it. So I need to carry a couple different size vests for people. That's what I should do. <laughs> I don't use. I mean, I it's. I try to make it a rare occurrence that I don't show up for work. But occasionally I've had to do that. I, I oh, miss, when you're sick, you know, what are you going to do? I missed the, I caught some bad bug. Um, just this, the last, was it? I think it was the last week. Of, I think it was just right at the end of January this, oh, this really? year. And um, I had to call a guy. I finally got a guy. I called some people and um, he came in, but he brought all of his gear. He didn't use anything of mine. Just brought everything he had, and he did the final, final shot of the sh- of the show of oh. that epi- of the final episode. Who covered you? Um, it was. Oh God, I know you're going to ask this now. I'm <laughs> terribly embarrassed. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, and they Somebody everybody can't. everybody loved him too. Oh, good. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. Um. <laughs> He did a fantastic job. Uh, he, uh, anyway, um, so I missed. I didn't get to do the final shot of the episode, which right. was a big, uh, you know, big. Uh, it's probably a big oneer on the street. That uh, was a big steady cam shot. Yeah, big steady cam shot. Uh, right. And so, luckily, he didn't have to use my gear. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, if I was coming in for, was it just one day? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I. Yeah. Oh, well, I might have learned my lesson and maybe. <laughs> Although I thought you had a pro arm now, so I'd probably. Yeah. And you have a pro, it would have been fine. Yeah. But um, I'm pro and I got a class in vest. Right. Yeah. I would have brought my vest. It would have been all good. Actually, you know, I do. I, I should carry that more. I've got. I still have a my 3A vest. Mm. Which uh, Nick. I'm sure every once in a while you could use it. I have, I keep it around just in case you know. I keep thinking I'm going to get into some tight situation, and it'd be nice to have a a front mount just in case. Yeah. Who knows? I, I don't know. You never know. Sure. And um, um, I don't know. I just keep it for that reason. I still have my three A arm too. Mm. Need an arm? No, thanks though. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of trophy weight, though, I was looking at your IMDb. Oh God, my woefully inadequate. So inadequate. It doesn't show Trophy anything. Trophy not even on there. And Happy Endings isn't there either. Happy Endings. That's another one. I like that show. A lot of people do. And they, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like there were rumors at one point about people wanting, you know, trying to start a campaign to bring it back or something like that. But Wait, that was the young people, right? They're all young? Uh, it's like a married couple and then... Happy Endings? Yeah. Um, it was... It was what was it six young people it was sort of a, a you know we like to the only thing we can compare it to really is friends but but totally off the wall and, and Adam the, something was in it uh, yeah boy we sound like it yeah, right. thanks thanks that, this is really helping me out no no but I'm uh, but the guy was really funny there's like really one goofy they were funny all very guy. funny they're, 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 they're all funny wow. what is happening somebody's banging on my door oh. hang on one second alright alright yeah we're back Sorry, yeah. my. That's all right. They they came for the 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 maintenance people were trying to fix my garbage disposal, and I told them not to come. Right oh, now, now so. it's never going to happen. It'll it might. Okay, although up. although now I've scheduled another interview for the day I told them to come. So oh well. <laughs> you can just go out in their van and do do the interview out there. 
Uh, Great Ad- idea. Adam Pally is the name you're looking for. Yes, yes, Adam Pally. Very funny. Yeah. He's been around in other stuff now, too, yeah. since yeah. then. Because yeah. that was a few years back. That was like eight years ago or something, wasn't it? John, John has his call sheets. Well, here's one from October 14th, 2011. Right. So, so I, 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 I saw it on it. IMDb. It says 2011 through 2013. Yeah. So it was, it was a short first season and then two full seasons to end it it's a weird place to cancel a show because normally once they make it to like three they want to go to five don't yeah, they yeah i guess i it, we all had a great time it was very funny we did some really cool stuff I you thought. did a lot of steady cam, right yeah i do a lot of steady cam all the time price whatever <laughs> whenever i work for mike which is all the time i would do a lot of steady cam. yeah um, I, I just noticed it in the show is what I mean. I noticed that there was a lot of it. Mm, um, you noticed it. Uh, I don't know. That's not good. <laughs> I didn't say I noticed it because it was bad. I just noticed that, that you did a lot of study camp. Yeah. Um, no, but um, but uh, was Price also doing... Because I remember when I went in on Trophy Wife, he was doing like three cranes. like Probably. Fisher Arms. Uh, we had, I, I think we had him at this time. Uh, I wonder if that's when we, no, happy, happy, I think happy end is where we started using, um, these old jib arms on the dolly. Right. And we had two of them. So, um, is that how it worked? And it's still to this day, we, we most sometimes do this. Um, but on happy endings, we were, I think it was most, most of the time it was, it was a was on a on a um yeah and now i'm thinking i don't know well anyway we had usually had two jib arms going and then the third camera was a dolly um, oh, okay and i think that was uh that i think that started on happy endings and then we would do that we did it on a trophy wife we oh, yeah. did it you know we've on we've, on how to get away with murder i did some second unit days mm-hmm. and it wasn't like that. Yeah, they 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 usually. St- I think the cranes usually stay with us on just the first, first unit kind of thing. Yeah, mm. but we'll we did. Do you I, like working I, that way? I mean, you're probably used to it by now. But what with the crane with the jib arms? Yeah, I mean, um, like, do you like doing almost everything with that? I wouldn't say like. I, <laughs> I, I think on on happy endings we were we were doing it to kind of give it you know sort of a sort of a floaty handheld look or to be a little more mobile and to get you know get you know either way down or way up quickly uh-huh I think was basically the idea and um, you know that worked when and we would also um, we we'd do everything we could to get you know as many cameras in the same spot as we could and and it <laughs> right. And that it kind of facilitated that as well because you just right. have the end of the arm. You can stick two arms right next to each other and yeah. shoehorn another camera in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, or we could go, you know, and not remote and, and not remote head. So you no, operate it at hand. the end of the arm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I, we're hand holding basically on a camera back there. Yeah, it was. I was confused when I arrived on because <laughs> that was a last minute. You probably called me at night or something. We're like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to go yeah. tomorrow. I'm like, okay. And so good luck. and then I show up and there's like jib <laughs> arms on everything. I'm like, what's going on? I know. We we do some some unconventional stuff and yeah. It, it 
you know, it was it was just is in the in the interest of being able to get as many as you know great a variety of shots as possible, and um, and we did. I mean, Mike, you know, has. <laughs> Good timing. Mike has, you know, he'll he'll have a plan for a scene, and and it, it's you know got a camera way up here and way down there, and you know they're all right. over the place, and we just boom, the camera's right there. You just wheel it over, and bam, it's up there. No, right. you know, we don't have to build anything. Right. You know, it might throw a ladder up to to get to the damn camera, but right. Um, and and again, we don't use um, two jibs that much anymore. I think we carry them. Um, hmm. But uh, uh, or were they GFK jibs or something? That's right. It's a German. Um, I just I just remember German. That. You're right. Yeah. I I never I never even think GFK about it. Arms They're kind of green, light, light green anodized yes, things. Yes, yes, yes. Um, With there's a definite smash great. hazard on one of them. Uh, on, on one of those GFKs, but I don't know if it's the one. Oh, with the or with the articulate yeah, with the arm that arm, keeps the them thing level. Comes down. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows about that one. Actually, my uh, I did an interview with Rue, um, uh, Kraut, a Dolly Grip, and she was telling me she got her thumb got sucked Ooh. into the gears of a Technocrane. She almost lost her thumb. Oh my God. Yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy one. Um, <laughs> keep clear. Jeez. Yeah, well, they didn't have the cover on. So any, anyway, <laughs> we talked a little bit about it on the podcast, but ah, it, it's it, a it, dangerous place to set, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and so much safer than it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. Think about it. All, I mean, well, and, and it's still dangerous. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you think it's, it's more dangerous? No, I I don't know more dangerous, but it's you know, there's always somebody that wants to do. You know, a stunt that it's going to be a little bigger than they planned, and yeah, or there's a cable where you didn't think it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always surprised when I when I'm doing some shot, you know, doing some crazy. I don't know what whatever I whatever I can think I, I can't think of anything specific, but I just I think back to uh, the sensation I have when I turn around. And, see what I've what my dolly grip has just pulled me across right and, and spotted me through right 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 right. Think, how, how do we do that yeah how did I not break my ankle on that thing right <laughs> yeah that's true that's true and I mean with the stunt stuff you know there's been that girl for Deadpool 2 riding the motorcycle yeah. take what no rehearsal one dies man um or I think the first rehearsal I don't know but um and then that guy in Atlanta on Walking Dead who Man. missed the pads. I guess they didn't have enough. For really. I, I don't know what all. I, I don't know the details of it, but he fell to his death. I mean, it was a uh, fall stunt, and he 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 died. That's why we take the time and make yeah. it super safe. And, and people, you know, it doesn't I, work. I was on something last year covering somebody for a week or a few days, something like that. And we were shooting in the L.A. River, like down on the concrete. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know, the L.A. River is like a little thing of water running through, but it, there's concrete for when it gets, when a lot of water comes. It, anyway, so you can drive out on it and shoot out on it, which we were doing. But there was supposedly going to be rain north. 
Oh no. And that can, <laughs> and it comes downhill and yeah. it can, it can really fill up and screw you, you know, cause we had to drive North to get off. Yeah. Next stop Long Beach. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so, um, the first was like, Hey, excuse me. He said to the first AD, what do you have? Like what's preventing us from getting caught in this? If it pours, dumps rain and the water rushes down. Oh, well we're watch, we're monitoring it. And you know, we have a spotter up the river and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. And I mean, he, he really fought her and she, she was okay about it, but and she wasn't the worst. I've seen other ADs just like roll their eyes. Oh no! You know, and yeah. it's like we're shooting on the train tracks. I told you right. the trains are shut down. You know what I mean? Like roll your eyes. Oh, you're so dramatic about the safety stuff, and then and then a train comes. You know right. what I mean? Um, and it happens. It happens. I wouldn't say a lot, but more than it should, where people lie about stuff. Right. Or they make a mistake and something. So you have to have a contingency plan. I posted a photo on, uh, and I've told the story on the podcast before. I don't know if you saw the photo about the car. We're doing a car stunt, car driving, car driving oh, this way. And it hits it in the back. And this car is supposed to spin out and this car keeps going. Well, this car was a big Suburban with 36-inch tires. Hits the back and the tire shoots, flies oh, off. Oh, yeah. You're, I remember that story you told <laughs> Right, right. You heard it. And I posted the photo. You can see the tire headed right towards people. And luckily it hit, I think, a fire hydrant right before it killed anyone. Yeah. It's a, you know, 200 or whatever pound projectile flying through the air at 30 miles an hour. And, okay, so that wasn't expected. It wasn't supposed to happen. Nobody thought it would happen, but it did. Yeah. So you have to be ready, like, okay, so, okay, I know you've got somebody watching that. But in case the water rushes down, where do we go? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the question. A Where plan. do we go? Yeah. Right. What's the plan? Worst case scenario. And I'm not like a hardcore person about safety. It's just, to me, it's just common sense. Well, like, you see the situation can get bad and you, you've got to right. say something. I mean, I my experience was that I... I mean, less about saying and more about knowing like... Like where me and the assistants yeah. and the, like, what hey, you gonna do? I'm doing this. If this happens, I'm doing this. Yeah. What do you guys think? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's all go this way. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. yeah. I I was the thing that comes to mind for me is uh, I shot uh, downtown. I think it was on whatever is a old uh, supposed to be an explosion where the, um, the bad guys are blowing the doors off of a bank, the right. front doors of a bank downtown. Okay. And and debris comes out, you know, they blow the doors up, debris and flame come out of the front doors onto the street and we've got a wide shot and I'm gonna be up on a crane and there's gonna and it's a big big final shot where I do a Were step you on off. The crane? Oh you're st- oh yeah, it's a step off shot. A step Jeez. off in in the rain, mm. starting up in the rain with a spinner, rain spinner, and coming down and stepping off and walking across the street toward the 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 before it happens no um i think i'm landing as it happens something okay. like that as it as it blows up and then walking toward the debris and the guys coming out and all that kind of stuff are going in i can't remember what it was right and and so we did a test and and um before every you know got to test it make sure it's all good and, and they said yeah it's uh, the uh, I'm standing next to the crane pad, you know, where I'm going to land right, and sure. walk toward it. Right. And so just to kind Which, of see what it was like. In a place where you're super supposed to be safe, like you're totally supposed to be safe there. Said the debris is not going to come across the yellow line. 
across right. halfway halfway across the street. Right. And he did the test, and there was pieces of of whatever the debris fake door was landing at my feet on the curb across right. the street. Right. <laughs> and, I, you know, I think it's like a, an air gun or something that they load with debris, mm-hmm. and then there's flame on the side, whatever it was. It's, sure. just, it's not actual door or anything, but it's it's pieces of wood and styrofoam and stuff. Stuff you don't want to hit you in the head necessarily. And flames and, yeah. um, you know, blast, uh, pressure blast or all this stuff. And I just you know, kind of look at them and, really? Is that the way it's going to happen? And luckily they toned it down a little bit and it all worked. Right. But it just, that's my, you know, you got to be careful and check it out first story. Of course. It's can be terribly not safe. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. No, I agree. And, (laughs) and, and, you know, effects guys and sunk guys and girls, I guess, but it's been guys that I've seen overdo things. Yeah. Because they get the adrenaline going, and right. they they do the stunt later than they should. They do it bigger than they should. They do it faster than they should. You know, if it's a car stunt, they're supposed to go twenty five. They go forty instead. Yeah, it's, people don't understand. Like we drive a car at forty, it does. It seems like nothing. Yeah, but that's a the amount of energy that vehicle right. has. Right. I mean, it can kill twenty people. Like oh yeah, in the you know. Um, and if you're flipping it over or crashing it and you're going 40 instead of 25, it's going to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, there was there was a uh, screaming car chase uh, downtown under one of the bridges one night that I was, you know, on the C or D camera or some damn thing. And, uh-huh. and there, you know, now that I think about it, it's like it wasn't a, I should have probably said something, but I, I was kind of earlier in the career and didn't you know hadn't had that experience yet and they nothing happened it was all fine but i look back on it i think man i'm on the outside of that turn pretty much at the apex right where they're going to crash if they're going to crash well right where they're going to drift out and they kind of got close it wasn't anything terribly dangerous but it could have gone really badly Mm -hmm. and you know if if anybody's listening (laughs) you know check just check everything yeah don't believe people when they're like oh it's gonna go here and this is gonna happen especially when they're blowing stuff up yeah it's really hard to gauge how all that's gonna go so it's not entirely their fault they're they're giving you their best guess yeah exactly it's still a guess yeah you know the one where we that's why you have to be safe is you you don't know how it's actually gonna go right you know We, we, we flipped this car and it was supposed to go up on its nose and just roll and land on its thing. It, it, they overdid it so much it flipped a whole extra time, and Ooh, almost. That's and not the, good. the guys on B camera were on the side of the road. It's like a it's like a mountain road, so this road yeah. comes around, and the car's flipping, and it was supposed to land two hundred yards away oh, from. They don't him. have anywhere to go. It landed almost next to him. the the um, The grips are like we almost jumped. They're like, we'd rather just roll down the mountain than get yeah. hit by this flaming car because there's yeah. a huge explosion. There was, um, I mean, he had uh, he had napoline all over his filters from the explosion, sprayed out. Um, somebody got hit by a Coke can. They had cans and stuff in the back of the truck to fly out to make yeah. it look, you know. Um, somebody got hit by a Coke can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it was way overdone. Yeah. And... Nobody got hurt. Well, the <laughs> the guy driving went into a life flight. I think oh, he overdid it heavy. Um, 
He was at the bar the next night, though. So he <laughs> he he had. I mean, he was. I couldn't believe it. They brought him in just to do that stunt. I was like, he overdid it so much. Wow. You no, know, that was one. He was supposed to go twenty five. He went like forty five. Man. You know, so uh, two hundred yards further with the yeah. stunt. Yeah. It's bad. You just you just don't know exactly. I mean, the, you can know. You know, high falls and stuff like that are gonna. They're pretty much gonna land there, and we're okay. And, you know, we we had on on uh, murder. We we have the greatest stunt people that I've ever. You know, I've I've. You know, they're just really great. And that's good. Yeah. Um, nothing. You know, I don't think anybody ever got hurt. And the we best stunt people overstate everything and underdo it yeah. just a little. Yeah, and to keep everybody safe. So so safe and right. and careful about everything, and it was just really great. And and I I don't think we our crew, at least I mean the shows that we've done, it's not super stunt heavy, no, not big stuff. I think the the stuff that I've had done in the past uh, that was probably mildly dangerous was all kind of day playing stuff and right. It's one uh, one movie where you know the explosion was and some other stuff, but. Mm-hmm. You know this lately. What movie was that with the door blowing up? Do you remember with the step off? Because uh, it sounds like a cool shot, actually. Oh God, he's going to dig into his thing. <laughs> what was that? It was. Was it a long time ago? Yeah, it was a while back. What the hell You'll never that? find it. I How will, will you find I it won't. in there? I don't know why I'm even doing this. Um, <laughs> what's something blue? It was a, a forgettable. Okay. Action drama. Oh, all right. But it had Ving Rhames in it. That was cool. Oh, so Ving Rhames with the name <laughs> Blue. We, we we could probably figure that. So whoever's listening can. can oh God! Figure that don't, out. don't. Well, they can at least figure out what it was. Because yeah. it sounds like. But a I cool could shot. be. I could even be totally wrong about that. Is that shot on your on your reel? Uh, you know, I don't think it is. Uh, and I I haven't looked at my reel in ten years. I don't know. Do I have a reel? I have a reel. I had a reel. <laughs> at one point. <laughs> The reason you can barely hear John is he's leaned over, <laughs> sifting through a file cabinet, trying to find... He has 84,000 call because, sheets. Because you're going to ask me questions like this. Oh, it's terribly organized, too. <laughs> all right, don't, wait, don't worry. Okay, all right, all right. Don't worry about it. No, I, I, it's funny you said you... I haven't done a reel since... I think I did one in 08. Yeah. And... And luckily, I was smart enough at the time to like throw it on YouTube, so that oh, that's a great idea. That's where everybody puts their reels now, right? I guess so. So that that way, like every blue moon, I get asked for a reel. It's always like the low budget job too, where they're beating yeah. you for the rate, and they're like, "By the way, we need a reel." I'm like, "Oh, I'm like it's old, but um, there's one on YouTube you can check out." Because uh, I haven't cut one. I, I mean, I talked about this before. I I have some stuff that I can pull. I, you know, a lot of work since then. Yeah. I'm but just, what do you, do you get, lazy do you, or, do you get stuff from editors? No, at I the think end of a like, job. No, what do you do? No. What do people do nowadays? Well, one thing some people do, I'm not saying who I don't, you know, whatever, but they talk to the dit and they have a little deal and yeah. the dit rips stuff for them. Yeah. Um, technically, I think you could have problems with that. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although people are really smart about, I mean, it's not like they're, putting it on their yeah. reel that day yeah. they're waiting till it all airs but then they have it and they can use like a good quality copy of it yeah so in a perfect world i think that's the way to go you buy a hard drive and then just have them just yeah pop clips onto it hmm. when you do a cool shot all right you know uh, um i mean you probably shouldn't do that but 
<laughs> but um, <laughs> couldn't figure out whether to shake my head or not. Uh, yeah. I was disagreeing with myself. But no, um, um, th- I think that's a way. And then, and then Papert sent me a text after hearing one of the podcasts when we talked about this and said, oh, I have this thing. I can rip stuff pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's like a like so you can buy the Blu-ray and then get it. I don't know. I don't. Gosh. I haven't used what he does, but I've bought some DVDs. The problem is, like, it you is do a cut, season though. of a TV show, so now I got to buy the season of a TV show and try to watch have, it and figure out where my have shots you are. have you had a? Can you count the number of times a whole shot has appeared on air? Hmm. I mean that's a whole that's a whole other point for sure. Um, I mean, no, I, I, I look at I'd say I can I imagine I can count on one hand the number of times I've done an actual oneer in five seasons of murder that where no other camera was present to, that they could cut to. Right. I did one this, and this, if there's another camera, they're definitely going to cut. Yeah, man, come on. Um, no, I I agree with you. I'm not I'm not saying because. My opinion, the way to do a real... I mean, if you have some great shot, cool. Yeah. But but I don't think it's a fair representation to... Like, if you have one three-minute or five-minute oneer that you did that you want to be your whole reel, fine. But, like, be prepared for a DP to be like, well, I want to see more than one shot. Yeah. And also, like, you never know the conditions. Yeah. You could have been doing this crazy thing where you had three days to rehearse and, you know? Yeah. And so they want to see stuff. And more importantly than anything, the way you get validation from a reel, in my opinion, is having faces on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I've seen we that. We talked about this yeah. a really long time ago. Actually, it might have been like 08. <laughs> no, um, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, I remember watching Jimmy Muro's The Last Reel, I think maybe he ever made. I, I don't know. I, but I, I know I saw it on YouTube. And it's all these... There's... It's... It, if memory serves, no shot was longer than like five seconds. Just people. But it's Leo DiCaprio, yeah. Kate Winslet. It's this person. It's this famous star. It's Tom Cruise. It's whoever it is. Like one after another, after another, after another. And you see that and you go, Jesus, look who this guy is working with. Of course he's good enough. Which ain't bad. No, that's my point. Nothing wrong with that. So you and I, we've been around the business a long time, worked with a lot of people. So you have plenty of faces to show. So do I. If I can find the material. Okay, but you know the material you've worked on. I mean, you essentially have to buy it. You know what I should have done is I should have brought... Oh, maybe I could get it on my phone. It's my resume. <laughs> your resume? <laughs> Why? Oh, you think so that I could just go. Your... I could just look at it you think instead of be... looking through my box of memories here. Why haven't you ever updated your IMDb? Do you not do that? I don't know. I just... I, uh, do you ha- I, I always thought it just happened. But it doesn't apparently, right? You have to go in there and feed it information. There depends on the thing. Some right. shows will constantly do it. There was, there was, uh, and I can't, I can't remember right the second what it was, but um, I, I wanted, to, I was looking for a particular credit. It wasn't showing up, and this was a number of years ago. And I, um, I. You know, it was like B camera, steady cam, my normal deal. Right. And so, okay, I got to add it myself. And um, the choices were, and it may be changed since then, since since I did all this, but um, it wanted me to, to 
it only allowed me to put in um, B camera uncredited. And I think it was for, ha- it might have been for happy endings. I think that was the deal. Yeah, it was for happy endings. And I B-camera couldn't. B uncredited. I've uncredited. I've known it to be that way. That's weird. Right. So the, the I think if on my IMDb, it's, you know, everything is just sort of when something shows up, you know, only half of my my Steadicam life is there. Um, but it, it, this, in when this is in this one particular instance, it, it, when I was trying to, you know, get the damn form to work uh-huh. and I went around and around and around with it, um, all it would allow me to, to put in was uncredited. And it's super weird. It was super weird. And it really kind of pissed me off because I am not uncredited. I, my, name appears on the screen the whole show beginning to end i did the whole show i've done all of murder i've done all of i'm looking right here trophy wife i I don't i don't see your name right and i have i've so i have to be there uncredited well damn it i'm not uncredited because phil was a operator right there yeah and there there are there are day players that are on shows that i work on there's day players on there's day players on here b camera operator scott bottle Daryl Harrington. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my assistant. Is he is he the operator? It says B camera. It doesn't say operator. He's my assistant. Her- Daryl? Yeah. Oh, I know Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. Who yeah. knows um, So that's weird. So I don't know why he's credited like that because it's a really weird. It's B dash camera. <laughs> yeah. It's somebody. somebody it seems to be totally random. But to so me. sometimes, and I wish, I wish production would have a PA. It doesn't take that long. Put in credits. Um, but how do they, how do they, I mean, how did my, all my other weird credits from previous to all that show up? Somebody else put them in. Who, who does this? Is there like an IMDb oh, I've, fairy? I've put on a whole, no, I've put on a whole um, camera crew before. I it, did a movie. It wasn't showing up. I was like, I'm going to put myself on. It's not that hard. Anyway, I, I, I guess I, I should, people. I guess I should try to get, it's going to take me days and days and days to do that, but it's, yeah. It, there's so much. It looks like I haven't worked in the last ten years. And no, I have it, done, it, it looks like you haven't worked since 2017. <laughs> I've done so much. I haven't stopped working since. I know. Good for you, man. Just you've been you've been super busy. Well, thanks to Mike Price. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he. <laughs> thank you, Mike Price. By the way. Wait, how many episodes of Murder have you done? Um, it's. In fact, I get, we got a text from Mike. Because uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, sixty-eight, I think. Okay, something like that. It's it's fifteen. I think it's fifteen a season. Okay, something so like it's a I, weird short season. So I, IMDb has you um, working on it from 2014 to 2017. Nineteen episodes as as just a camera operator, not BRA. <laughs> no Steadicam. Nope. Nope. <laughs> But you got to fix it. It's, it's not hard to fix, man. I know. But, it, you know, I, I, I was so disillusioned by this, by beating my head against the wall. And the more you do it, it the, easier, the easier it gets. Yeah. And also, the more you add, like, the more credits you have on there, when you add one, it makes it much easier. Like, All they right. show up. So, when I started in the business and or when I moved to L.A. and started getting on, like, stuff that was on IMDb, because previously it had been, like, almost all commercials... I want I want a credit for some shitty right, movie I right. did, you know. So I'm trying to add it, and I've no credits, and weeks go by, it's not added because they don't they don't want people faking everything. Right. And I think also back in the day they were pretty bad about it. Now I don't know if you know it's owned by Amazon. 
I have no idea. I've I've I was yeah so pissed off about the happy endings episode that I just kind of forgot about it and to my detriment I guess because I it looks like I haven't done anything. Wait about what episode that you didn't get added to happy endings because right. I don't show up. You mean the whole the whole it's run not even it. there. Is no, it? I know it's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> I, was, I was proud of that. I mean, that, neither it was, is trophy it was, wife. It was great, but yeah. you can add oh, it. There's so much. I, our, anyway, our pilot. We'll talk. This is boring. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Because we're just going to go around and around in circles about you can add it, but I'm pissed off. But I know I know you can add it, but I don't want to be seen as uncredited because I'm not. I'm yeah, well, like the, I don't know what you saw. I've never seen that before. All right, I'll try it again. Quite honestly, I, I think right. the people that add on, I think when it says uncredited, I thought you actually added that yourself so that you mm-hmm. would say like, I'm. I'm not credited in the movie. You're not going to see my. It name. might have been that it, that I that it came back, you know, from review or something as being only uncredited. Anyway, uh, yeah, we, we okay. probably lost a bunch of people at this time. <laughs> Sorry. What oh, else? What okay. else do you want to know? What, what can I ask you? Nothing. Oh come on! I've told every story. <laughs> I don't know. I can ask you one thing because it looked like you were tilting that beer up pretty high. Do you need another beer? Uh, sure. Okay, so we'll we'll stop for a sec. We'll get you another beer. We'll figure this IMDb thing out, and we'll be right back. We'll talk about something else. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, thanks. Okay, we're back. So you were just telling me you want to talk about IMDb for the next 45 minutes, and I said, great. No, kidding. (laughs) No, uh, we figured that out. Watch. John's going to – his credits are going to go through the roof now. That is amazing. Everybody's going to be blown away. Well, now I know how to do it. That's great. Thanks, Brian. I gave him a little little, uh, starter course. I'll see you later. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) A a couple things I did see on IMDb. I'm going to stick to TV because you have a couple of movies too. But you did did you day play some on Entourage? I did the first season. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't tell by your credits if you did a full season or if it's just day playing. Yeah, that's cool. Exactly. You did the first season. Who yeah. shot the first season? Um st- Jesus Christ. Here you go again. Oh, Put sorry. Me on. That's all right. Uh S- Steve uh shit. This is another thing. Steve you're... shit, that's some name. No, 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 no. Um Okay. Anyway, sorry. Don't, I sorry. Don't worry about it. Literally, okay. don't, don't. No, no, no. But but no. My my. <laughs> okay, John. We cannot have you go just going through files the whole time. <laughs> He's looking for the entourage call sheet. I'm to, not editing this stuff out. out just come so on, you know. Come on, you have to. You have to. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Fearberg. Yeah, Steve oh, Fairberg. I'm yes. in so much trouble. It, it doesn't matter. We all have bad memories. It's fine. I was just going to ask you because my friend Kevin, it's interesting you did the first season. I don't think season. about this stuff. I mean, I, I move That's on. That's fine. And... It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'll stop asking questions Please. about who did anything. Thank you. But there was a guy on the show. I'm sure you don't remember him. His name was Kevin <laughs> Dillon. <laughs> of course, yes. And I, know Kevin. and I had done a movie with him right Super before cool. season one started. And yeah. he was like, Brad, I got to get you on the show because we just hit it off and we can't. Oh, we maybe that's friendly. why I didn't come back because he brought you on. I didn't. I never worked on Entourage. I went to set to visit, to visit Colin once when they were up on Sunset. Because they, they told me that um, they weren't going to use Steadicam in the next season. And, mm. and they moved. They moved on to somebody else. And the and literally the the first episode they did of the second season, I got a call from Steve. I think it was Steve or you know some somebody calling for Fearberg and and uh, asking if I could come in for a couple of days and do the steady cam. <laughs> and I couldn't. I was on something else, but I couldn't do it. But uh, that's yeah. funny. But yeah. So 
You gave him the idea. That's a weird one. I didn't give him any ideas. I didn't give him any ideas. This is before the first season. He was. He's like, I'll get you on. I'm like, all right. I didn't know anybody on it or any. You know, he's like, it's just cute girls everywhere and blah blah. blah. It's gonna be great. (laughs) It was. Yeah, but it was it was really tough because it was all location. We did, I think, maybe a couple days on a stage someplace. Right, like some weird set they had to build. Kind yeah, of thing. right. And but it was humping gear all over the place. Their their um, the mansion where they lived. You know, the, all the guys. Lived, Which one lived in a well? In oh, the first season, season one. They lived in the up Hollywood in the hills. hills. Yeah, was it really in probably the hills? just like up the street somewhere? Yeah, probably um, right near here. Was uh, all stairs. There was you. You had you to, couldn't push a cart up. No, you had to hump gear. Uh-huh. Well, you, you could push up the driveway a little bit from the truck kind of up and around the driveway mm-hmm. and then you had to hump stuff up the stairs and uh and then to do the shots around a pool i think or some back patio or something narrow steps you know humping sticks you know all hands on deck let's go and wow um every time we went to that mansion it was like that and it was really physically difficult that way uh but then just always being working out of the truck you club, you'd go to different clubs, and you know mm. wherever those guys went, you know, they just they were doing the Hollywood thing, and yeah, we were well, they shot around here all the time, yeah, everywhere. I, everywhere. I I remember one night I was out for a walk, um, just I'd go walking in my neighborhood, yeah. for a little exercise, and um, at a uh, uh, Earth Cafe there was some something shooting. Yeah, we shot we shot there. You probably saw us, and <laughs> and I saw a rig on a stand. Um, was it the first season? I'm not sure. I'm honestly not. But if you shot there, they probably they may, probably didn't go back. It probably was the first season. Yeah. But I walked over there and I saw Rig on a stand. I'm like, I wonder who's doing this. And it was like, it might have been midnight or eleven at night or something. And you guys were working inside, and there were people around, like PAs and security and stuff. And I was like, Hey, what show is this? They're like, Honorage. I'm like. I don't think I know anybody. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And I'm like trying to have a walk anyway, like, you know? Yeah. But I should have stopped and seen yeah. it. Probably was you. Well, you probably couldn't have seen anything because at least when we were there, they put up... Uh, well, I big... said hello to you at least anyway. Well, I don't know if I would have said anything. Because <laughs> you're a jerk. Or I could have seen if it was near lunchtime and gotten a free meal. <laughs> yeah. No, you would. Have, you could have come over. We would have had a great talk. Um, yeah. They put up... Uh, uh, four buys and floppies and black, you know, duvetine and completely screened the thing from anybody seeing it from the from the street. Well, I didn't care about seeing what you were shooting. I know, but I'm, I mean, yeah, I would have fallen no, asleep. No, I know. I, I cared about just saying hello. No, and... you would have been entirely welcome on the set. <laughs> it would have been nice to see a friendly face. Yeah, because it, it was it was as I remember it, it was pretty hard work. Just, yeah, a lot of handheld, right? Uh, or first season was there? I can't I don't even I know remember the handheld. I just remember hand. just doing a lot of steady cam. And the the one the one great shot on my reel is from that, is from oh, that really? show, yeah. And it's the one oh, cool. that, that Mike Price loves. He says he loves the most. It's a and I was I was pretty proud of it. It was nice. Um there was a we were in Malibu on the beach and the 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 guys have a have rented a house or something right on the beach. And it's the la- it was the last it is I guess the last house, um, uh, in the line of houses uh, on I guess I guess it's still Malibu, and before you get to kind of the 
Santa Monica, where it turns into Santa Monica. So at okay. the end of Topanga, basically. Right. Where the real inn is, you know, where the restaurant mm-hmm. is, yeah. the real inn, just across the street from there. Yeah. Um, in the, the last house on the beach, and then there's beach. And um, there was the shot was uh, uh, um, started on Ari, Ari the, mm-hmm. the agent, driving his BMW down the street or the, the back alley or whatever toward the house. And... Um, just basically on his hood, looking you know like a driving shot, mm-hmm. and I'm on. I was on the back of a mule with the rig, mm-hmm. and the and as he stops and gets out, I I stand up when we stop for an instant. The mule takes off, and he gets out, throws his keys to the to the valet, and then I drag him in. And the uh, dolly grip, my dolly grips, gray. I think it was Greg. I don't know, Greg Brooks, I think. That's the one name I remember. <laughs> oh, God, I hope that's his name. Um, he drags me through the house, uh-huh. almost literally. And, right. Um, weaving Full of people? People partying and, you know, just the regular partying stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we go, we go just do this transition from the mule to standing to, to pulling backwards all through this house and then end up um, with Ari confronting uh this young um his young assistant uh agent who's throwing this party for the boys that he's not supposed to be oh and um i I pretty much nailed the end but it was a really nice complex shot and a lot of fun and we did a bunch of times and that's cool that was my that was my big entourage memory step off and into the house that's pretty neat Yeah. yeah that's a fun one yeah it was interesting i'm trying to think I don't. I think I've only done like a step off soft mount, like step off off a vehicle once. Yeah, it's. I. I we did it a. a I think it was six, seven times. Cool. So I was getting good at it. Toward yeah, the yeah, end. yeah. The 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 first ones were a little sketchy. Were you standing on the on the? No, I just, you were on a mule, right? Yeah, I just it's flatbed mule. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. like a cargo. So you just mule. had it folded down, and you were sitting on the back. Well, no, it was a it was like a cargo version, like a flatbed. I understand, but there's a gate on it. You had the gate folded down. Uh, this uh, no, I. Well, maybe it maybe it was. They might have taken it off. It might not hold much weight. Yeah, that's taken... probably what it was. It was enough to where I could dangle my feet. Right, you're dangling your feet off, yeah. sitting on the back. And I'm just sitting and your dolly grips holding, just hanging on to you for safety. Somebody is holding me, and then one of the grips anyway, and then your yeah, dolly grips meeting we, you. Maybe we transition to my guy waiting for me to pull me, drag me through the party, because I I don't know, you know, I can't see where we're going. Right, and he's literally steering me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 half him, half me. Right, yeah. Because I can't I can't take credit for that whole shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a cool shot, I thought. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's a really cool shot. Yeah. I want to see it now. Um, it's on my reel. If you can find my reel. Okay. <laughs> God, that reel situation really drives me I'll crazy. Send you it's, a self-adjust stamped envelope, and you can send it back to me. I could email you a VHS. It's a great idea. I think that's the last. <laughs> oh my God. That's that was what my reel was on the last. It's got time. one on Betamax. <laughs> no VHS. So, <laughs> so um, when, when you're when you're being spotted like that, when you really need to be grabbed onto, like this situation, mm-hmm. what um, what what do you like? Like, do you like them? Well, you have the claws, and so do they hold the handle? Because there's a handle back there. I don't there, know right? what they're doing back there. But you can feel that they're grabbing something. Sometimes I I get so it's that hard shell, so you can't really tell, right? Yeah, you can't feel it. I I you, you just got know the pro. You can you your yours is really close to you, and you can kind of feel inputs, right? 
For sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, for some reason, I, either it's, I'm concentrated I, on the winter. The reason I ask is I like Because I don't feel it. I like hips. Yeah. You cannot steer me by pushing my shoulder. You're going to screw the shot oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to ignore it. Oh, you mean like grabbing up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, um, no, they. I think they just grab the handles or or whatever. Yeah. I, There's I no handle on a pro vest, but like if they want me to go right, they push on my left hip and I go. Yeah. But and you have to use a little force, like all this, like little tippy tappy, like hello, excuse me, like oh, that yeah, doesn't no, work. No, 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 no. You got to. No. If you want me to move, push me. Yeah, move absolutely. Me, and I'll go because my brain has 84 other things. Yeah, churning through it. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that it, there's I'm, smoke coming out my ears? <laughs> like it's the same exact experience my feet are just going to keep pumping in the reverse direction so like just turn me the way you need me to go and i'll they'll just keep moving but with your vest you feel it right you feel the the inputs i don't i i right i i mean sometimes i would but um i don't think well even if you did on your hips it would be on the shell of the thing right so you wouldn't know it yeah i um i had uh keith uh, mency is my dolly grip uh, for the last i don't know hundred years that we worked with Mike and I think he I think we met on happy endings I think that's when we first started working together and Uh now ever since and he is absolutely the greatest um and he he's I mean I I just again literally get steered without even thinking about it and 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 rarely feeling it I mean yeah like I said before it's like you know you've you pulled me through that? Are you kidding me? How do right, we get right, through right. that? How do we get through that door? You've got me through that door. Cool. It, time after time, and we do such crazy stuff on, or we have done on murder. Yeah, that's so that cool. I can hardly believe that he is able to, you know, that we're able to get you know through that doorway sure. or around that table or between those two people or through the crowd. I mean, there it's, would, fu- it's funny oh. that that you haven't you haven't heard the episode with Rue yet. But she talked about how, like, she can't stand it when these operators are like, I did a great shot. She's like, you know, oh, I no, your no. ass. Oh, God. But you're saying yeah. all that you're, 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 you're not doing all the stuff she hates. I, I asked her, what do you hate when operators do? And that was one of the things she said. Like, oh, no, they're so integral. Yeah. To, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I, if I didn't have Keith or somebody like him, I could not have done, you know, half, bunch of shots. Sure. Half or more of what, what I've done on, on all these shows we've done together. He is, and I and I like I try to tell him, you know, it's like, dude, you, great job, <laughs> thanks, thanks yeah. for keeping me alive and keeping us upright through there. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what other TV? Oh, Son of the Beach, I saw. <laughs> um, is that I Howard s- Stern producing? I, have, you know, I think he did. I th- he showed up one day. Um, and I, I, I don't remember whether he was in it or whether he was just hanging out. Okay. But that was, um, I think that was one of those jobs. Pretty sure he was the executive producer. Yeah. I, I think that was one of those jobs that I followed uh, Baldwin onto. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I, for a long time, I would I'd mooch off of Baldwin's um, leavings. <laughs> he would leave a show or he'd, he'd you know. He'd right, be gone right. a day or something, and he'd call me. And I had many, many years of of uh, day playing that way. Where, gotcha. Where, so that was just day playing. Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. I can't remember if I did. I might have done a couple episodes, but um, yeah, it was kind of just helping out. Gotcha. And that's where I met uh, Heather. 
Heather Leroy, our our key first. Oh yeah. Do you know? You remember? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heather and Vanessa, our A camera assistants. But I don't know if I know Vanessa. I definitely, obviously, I definitely know Heather. I've worked yeah. with Heather a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah, but that's where I first ran into her. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's cool. But um, the th- thing I remember about Sun on the Beach was um, uh, being where, where were we? We were out at Leo Career or somewhere like that, and there was a. I did a push in on Lee Majors, and his for some reason he had three nipples. That was a key story point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was son of the beach. All righty then. I didn't know Lee Majors was on that, or was he guest starring or something? He was guest starring. Okay. I think. Gotcha. And then, and then what? Oh gosh, this is killing me again. Um, the main kind of writer star of that was. Uh, can I go to my? Can I go to my notes? Go can you look it up? Yeah, fine. He's, I can look it up really quickly. He was the um, as great uh, comic comic writer um we did you know they did they played everything up you know terribly dramatic timothy stack stack he was hilarious um i do i do pitch you know, he died right he did oh that's too bad uh no he didn't <laughs> i'm thinking of Why somebody would you, else. <laughs> you killed no. him and he's back alive no i th- I, I thought i'd heard he'd passed away but hmm. i i'm seeing him imdb it's he appears to be alive. i hope he's okay because he he was great he's terribly funny and yeah funny guy pushing in on on him where he's you know he's fake melodramatically you know yelling you know my god what's happened and right you know they did all kinds of stuff like that it was hilarious that's funny but that was good you liked it In yeah general, it was the show it, it was it was funny it was great um you know that's doing I kind of you know I think we all kind of miss doing comedies they're you know happy endings was was a lot of fun right it was a lot of hard work but it we got we did crazy situations and um I don't know just comedies are fun yeah I mean I'm not and I'm not saying that other work is not fun but um yeah comedies are fun to work on yeah yeah um we did we did a number of comedies Right, our little group, and Trophy Wife was kind of a comedy. Yeah, it was a light family comedy. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Great cast, though. Yeah. Um, oh, Marsha Gay Harden. There that you go. That was who I was talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. She was the mom. great. Yeah. And then the Swedish actress who's so uh, beautiful and um, funny. Um, well, you better have it on your damn computer a... there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <God>. <laughs> Malin Ackerman. You are correct, sir. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Brad Whitford, Bradley was great. He he always had a newspaper in his hand, and he was he was reading you know the New York Times or something or right. who knows what it was. Uh, uh, but he was he was always just kind of chilling and in his chair and reading, and then uh, you know then he goes to work and he reads his lines and he's absolutely hilarious and perfect. Oh, and, I thought you were saying he had a newspaper in all the scenes. I'm like, what? Sometimes he did. Because oh. dad, dad has a newspaper, okay. but no, he he just he, my I guess my point is that he he wasn't you know agonizing about the scene and uh, you know he had it already. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah, everything yeah. memorized. He yeah. had everything nailed, and he was so smooth and perfect. Well, that compared he would go to West Wing, that show was a piece of cake for him. Oh yeah, it's just so. he was having fun, and we were having fun, and it was so it's so nice to to work with somebody who is 
prepared and calm about it and sure. and just can friendly nail it yeah nice friendly, guy super yeah, friendly yeah, yeah. super nice super accommodating you know whatever you want yeah done and we can had, do it all yeah and not to say that anybody else was you know not like this but um uh timothy hutton was one of our guests on murder and uh his he has a character that kind of plays through the last episode and and he was the same way. He's just super nice and um, prepared and, and easy to work with and glad to be there. And That's cool. Just, I've never worked with him. He's a great guy. Yeah? yeah cool. I hope, I hope to work with him again someday. Yeah. He's kind of legendary. Yeah. He's been around yeah. so long. Like, yeah. And he's not old. No. He's just... He's probably younger than I am. Who isn't? Exactly, Brad. Yeah, exactly. You thought you thought that would be a dig, but no. It's I agree. I tell I tell everybody on our set, I am the oldest person here, guys. Come on, give me a break. This is elder abuse. <laughs> um, we don't really normally do this, but I, let's take another break and get another beer because I can tell you need one, and I do too. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Let's see, Kenji. Kenji was one of the first people I was introduced to when I came here. To oh, LA. really? Um, I. Uh, do you know uh, Andy Park? Have you heard that name at all? So, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you would. Anyway, a guy um, who is a good friend we haven't talked to for a while. Um, anyway, he's he is somebody I I peripherally knew um, through friends in Denver, and he and his uh, wife lived out here. And I when I first came out here, they they let me crash on their couch. Oh okay, and and then and then I got set up at another place, and then eventually he invited me to an SOC luncheon or something like that. I don't know some oh, really? SOC. Okay. He introduced me to Kenji mm. as a Steadicam operator, another guy. Oh cool. And so I kind of you know knew Kenji, and then eventually years, a number of years later, uh, after you know just knowing everybody, and Kenji introduced me. Or got me. I think he was on some jobs, some some of those little low budget movies up in Sacramento that were produced by um, um, there was some pro basketball player that I think it was a basketball guy. I don't, again, I can't remember any names. Um, they were doing a series of low budget movies in Sacramento, mm-hmm. and Phil was shooting them. Phil Lee. Oh really? Um, and Kenji was operating them. And Kenji couldn't do. This is all like twenty years ago, right? Uh, I don't think it was twenty. It was. Oh, okay. It was a. It was a while back. Okay. Um, but yeah, it had to be because I've been with with Price and those guys for like twelve years or so. Is I it think. that long now? Yeah, oh six is when I ran into them. What show? It was a pilot that never went anywhere called that that guy. I could check out the call sheet. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Anyway, um, yeah, it was some pilot. Uh, had Gary Cole in it. That was nice. Um, oh, cool. And um, uh, anyway, K- Kenji got me into um, working with Phil. Uh-huh. And I did, I kind of filled in a little bit um, for Kenji on these couple of different little movies or um 
Gotcha. Some kind of deal like that. Anyway, so cool. I met, so I knew Phil, and then Phil, once Phil uh, started on, Phil then got some jobs with Mike, or got this one particular job uh-huh. with Mike, then, he, you know, he got me introduced to him, so then I cool. got in with those guys. That's how that all happened. But you should interview Kenji sometime. He's got great <laughs> stories. I think that's where that was going. Was that where that was going? I don't know. You took the long way. Which Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's <laughs> okay. I was just kidding with you. No, but I wanted to ask you about secretary, which I mentioned before. Another um, job, I think, from Kenji? or No, Ron wasn't on that. I think that was a Kenji job. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, a couple of us, they played on Is that. Is it a long shot? And what'd you do? Did you just do one shot or did you do a couple? Uh, No, I did a handful of them. Um, In fact, I did the opening. I think the one they finally landed on the opening one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you've seen Secretary, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Saw it in the theater. Really? I don't think I got to see it in theater. Yeah, I I like movies like that. See it on my reel. I mean, I I shouldn't say like that because it's like a BDSM kind of movie. (laughs) Although it's like the super light version of it. But, you know, it's... um, um, Maggie Gyllenhaal and mm-hmm. uh, uh, James uh, Spader. James Spader talks like this. He was on the. He wouldn't talk about this loud on set. <laughs> You're just like what? what? Right. <laughs> it was funny. Well, that is funny. Um. Yeah, but uh, it was a b- odd movie. You know the the opening where she's in the the. I haven't seen it since it came out, man. She I walks, don't remember this. She walks. She appears. I think she. Uh, I can't remember where she appears or whatever. I gotta look at my reel because it's on my reel. She's oh, it walking is. Okay. around, strapped to this this uh, pole, like her arms are outstretched, and it's kind of a like a crucifix kind of thing. Yeah, okay. sort of a, a bar along behind her neck, uh-huh. holding her arms out straight, and she has to do her secretarial jobs that way. So she kind of leans down. She takes a is that the uh, opening of the movie? Yeah, she takes a, a piece that. of paper out of the typewriter with her mouth, and then has to you know her arms are outstretched. She can't use her arms, and she has to lay it down, and she has to get something else, and then she walks down the hallway uh-huh. to Spader's office, and has you know it kind of has to go in sideways through the door. <laughs> Right, and there's you know there's all kinds of these gyrations, and I had to, you know, kind of get in front of her and get around behind her, and it was it was kind of a fun little shot to do, and that ended up I think that ended up starting the movie, huh? And then there was some other stuff, but there, a couple of us, uh, I, I could swear there was one other besides Kenji, there was somebody else that worked on that as well, but we all kind of just day played. I think Kenji mostly had the movie, but um, I got to get in there and do some good shots gotcha so that yeah that was fun cool that was another fearberg job oh really yeah oh huh i had no idea um no i just remembered i i like you know interesting quirky art movies and different that definitely stuff, was know. quirky yeah yeah um i was dating a girl at the time who was into the same kinds of movies so we we would yeah. go to the movies all the time like cool um Secretary was great. I think they show. I think I might have seen that on some TV, sh- some streaming channel or something lately. Oh, really? I think it plays. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sure. I mean, it it got really good reviews. It made money. You know, it was a little small movie. And yeah. Back then, it was hard to get a release, and I mean, it's still hard to get a release. But um, now there are so many other avenues for making money. 
you know, you don't have to risk it all on yeah. getting a release in a theater yeah. and then flopping or, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You can just sell it to Netflix or yeah. Amazon or and whatever. And that was definitely, kind of, I, I would think, sort of a risky little story. Oh, for sure. At that time. For sure. <laughs> at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. it was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it's a good movie. It, yeah. You know, it's cool. It's great acting. It well, looks great. Well, yeah. I'm glad somebody else saw it because I then somebody actually I saw did. my work. Watch, I'm going to have all these people shoot me an email if you if you've seen it, and then I can tell John. I'm eighty four thousand people saw it. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not getting any emails. You know, I'm not getting anything. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it, I think it's on my resume. Good. Is it in my IMDb? Yes. Thank God. That's how I saw it. One thing. It said, um, second assistant. <laughs> Okay. I would I would not doubt that. I would not doubt that. Craft um, service or something. Another movie you did, um, I believe it's considered a classic, is Starship Starship is it, Troopers Two. Is it a classic? Yeah. I mean, I never I saw think you're it. Th- <laughs> but I think you're thinking of Starship Troopers. That's not even a classic. <laughs> but I'm just kidding around. But that no, but uh, um, was it a fun movie to do? Because it's very. Slapsticky and tongue in cheek, and I have to see it. Um, <laughs> well, I, I it mean, was, I, I'm assuming the sequel is the same way as the first one, the same tone style. I don't know. I I I may have seen it once. I need to see it again. Um, it was it was difficult. Um, yeah, the situation was uh, it was a month in all on a stage in Manhattan Beach. Um. At the, the whole thing is on the stage. The whole thing down at David Kelly's stages down there. Yeah, in the dark. It was it, they they blacked out uh, the the walls of a gigantic stage. Are they stage. painting the walls black? Uh, either that, or I think maybe they hung like duvetine or something. Okay, because it was nighttime on a planet, and and everything centered the entire movie was in and around this this three two or three story like a beer can building like a an outpost on a on a okay. on the you know the whole movie the takes place the in that one whole place. damn thing i don't remember going anywhere else Ugh. um so we were an entire i could swear it was a month it might you know it might have been 18 days or something but it was it was a long time in the dark or on a dark sca- stage never seeing the light of day and um and i for some Again, I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember how I got hooked up. Uh, thank God I looked at my box it of memories. It sounds to me like they spent way less making the sequel than they did oh. making the main. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a low-budget movie. I mean, it was, I think it was a low-budget movie because there was... Clearly. It was one stage, one set, and the this, this beer can outpost building was why are you calling it beer can because that's what it looked building. like it was like a it was, it was like a round okay like a round two-story two or three-story round structure okay gotcha where we would go inside and there'd be you know people be lurking around and you know in sort of an industrial post-apocalyptic structure uh, you know shadowy things happening i gotta tell you it's it's not sounding as good as i made it's, it and made it out to be you gotta watch it i i gotta see it again um, i don't know that i do have to watch it the <laughs> i'm starting to think i gotta not watch it the the one the what i think was the one interesting thing about it uh wait or, who directed it was it the same guy roland emmerich was phil i gotta look um phil Tippett was uh, was an effects guy for uh-huh. the first one 
And oh, and he directed his house. I think okay. he I think he directed it. Uh, but he was he was heavily involved. His um, effects shop had done the the um, the bugs for the first one, mm-hmm. and they had a couple leftover bugs that we used, or parts of you know the big claws and pincers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so we had some of those available, and they came into play, um, and. It would. I remember uh, like a, a couple storm sequences where we were. They had two or three Ritter fans blowing uh, walnut shells and other debris around, mm. and the Marines were fighting in this storm. And I was handheld, and I had to be kind of. You kind of had to be down below whatever the equivalent of a hay bale would be on an alien planet, mm. and shooting these guys trying to brace themselves against the storm and walnut shells are hitting me on the side of the head and we're trying to get great shots it was it was a lot of work and okay the last the other thing i remember from it was um uh the last day was like an 18 or 20 hour day because i would go in we went in in the morning um and we didn't we you know we went out for lunch i think at night or maybe we went in the middle of the day or noon or something. So we, then we came out mm-hmm. at night after mm-hmm. being inside in the dark, in this darkened stage. Mm-hmm. And because, it, again, it's an alien planet in space. There's no, for some reason, there's no sun, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and so we came out for lunch at night and then we left in the early morning as everybody else was driving in the gates mm. to come in. And it was just a, it's just a, a slog. I felt like, like I was one of the, Marines on the, I, you know, on the alien planet, we were just dying. <laughs> it was so hard. Yeah. The and I've done those last days on movies. Oh man, I remember rough. a movie. I I think we went in at three p.m. and we wrapped around ten or eleven a.m. I think. I'm trying to remember. And we went. We all went and met, we all went and had a drink at the bar afterwards. I was fond as breakfast, right? As lunch by then. Oh, at lunch, yeah. Yeah. We we ended happy endings like that. We were we went all the way. We had a big happy uh, endings, really. Yeah, it shot it, long hours. There was a we had a big um, kind of it was a I think it was a wedding scene or something in a mm. in a um, in a church set and and. For some reason, they set off the sprinklers or something like that. So there was water. There were rain towers inside, and Ugh. all kinds of you know stuff happening like that. And you know, big lot of people and stuff. Uh-huh. And it just took a long time. And finally got it. And I remember wrapping out um, at about eight in the morning. And and Heather and and Vanessa and. Daryl, everybody are, are wrapping stuff, and they were going to go to I think it was Claremont in a couple hours to then continue the wrap. And you know, they, oh god, they they're going to go home for a minute, get you know, get new clothes, and then spend the rest of the day wrapping why? it. Why? Because just to wrap because it was the end of the season. They had no, to no, wrap no, 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 all no. the gear. Yeah, I understand, but I mean. Productions gonna force call you to go in the next day? I don't know, it, but that was the Ugh. whatever it was that that was my memory of it. Is like, are you got you know? I'm wrapping my gear to my yeah, truck, yeah, yeah. and then and I felt bad for them. Oh, I never wrap my gear to my like if even if I won't say that, but 
they generally give you a wrap day. I go to the wrap. Oh day. yeah, I no, go I, get my gear. I understand. I mean, all your shits intertwined, and I always want to make sure I have all my stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I think that was part of it. But the point was that I was, I did not want to go. I was done, and oh, I didn't, didn't want to go because right. they were going that day. Yeah, that's or bogus. that afternoon. That's they were super going back. bogus. <laughs> it was just that must insane. have been their choice, which is blah. yeah. Ugh. So it was Starship Troopers was sort of like that. It was just it was a brutal end to the thing. And I, I remember uh, I think I was living in Redondo at the time, uh, oh, which that's... was I rode my bike most of the time to the studio. Oh, that's good. And I think I was riding my bicycle away out the gates as people were coming in for the morning you know their morning call oh yeah so yeah. <laughs> that was starship troopers been there plenty of times you know that yeah um what else you got come on there's another movie <laughs> that i noticed that i've never heard of called first snow oh man eric edwards shot first snow i went in was this day playing again I'm trying. Yeah, I think. Oh, I was. Uh, yeah, first snow. Is that with uh, Guy Pierce? Yes. Yes, that was in Arizona. Yeah, I was filling in for somebody, um, just for a week or something. Oh. Okay. Somebody else was working it, and then I can't, I don't remember the circumstances, but all our, what I do remember is that I went in for literally like five days. Oh, okay. And <clears throat> no, because because I I saw it and Eric Edwards shot it. Who I, I've seen his work for many, many years. He's yeah. really good. And then Guy Pierce, J.K. Simmons, William Fickner, and Piper Perabu. It's a really good cast. Yeah. And it's like a psychological something, or there's some kind of, I don't know, psychics or something yeah. like that. <clears throat> anyway, it just sounded kind of interesting. It's, I, again, your IMDb was so screwed. I, I couldn't tell <laughs> what was what anywhere. You know, but, if you have a few days, I would be happy to. Shoot you a couple bucks if you want to fix up my IMDb. She seemed to know how to do it. I'll That's tell right. you what, we might have a deal. Yeah. Here. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, the what? Let's see. The what's your budget? <laughs> uh, you know, what do you need? Uh, it's pretty bad. Um, Five hundred dollars an hour. Uh, <laughs> I'm not working right now. Um, we. The the only thing are almost the. I know, let's see. Two things I remember from First Snow was uh, doing a, a really wanky, risking kind of risking my life shot off the back of a pickup, mm. um, hard mounted, kind of a quickie hard mount, preceding somebody running down the street, and and then winning the uh, so I'm, like eight mile, ten miles an hour kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, which not, everybody thinks is nothing until they get on a vehicle. Yeah. And ride at ten miles an hour and try to do anything. Yeah, try exactly. to operate a camera. Yeah, then you're like, holy shit, this feels fast. Yeah, and on something you've kind of had to throw together. That's not a grip tricks or not a you know not a dedicated yeah. device. Sure, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. The other thing was that I I unfortunately and I really to this day I feel kind of bad about it. I won the the uh, the uh, the pool five dollar five dollar Friday. Friday. Oh, you did. Why do you feel guilty? Because I was the did guy that tip? I oh, came you were the in. Day player. I was the day player that came in, and I won. I think it was like three hundred, four hundred bucks, ah. and I just, I just gave it to the camera crew. I felt so bad. It's like here, guys. Did you give the PAs their cut? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, you do All that. Right. But okay, it's okay. like you know, some people don't know that. It's like John is like, oh god, I kind of slunk around. See, in those situations, oh, I often won't enter myself. Oh no, I, I never. I, I, but you did. 
So I don't did say that, never. but then I learned my lesson. And then, uh, got it. And then from People now like, on, oh, new guy wins yeah. and he's leaving town. Well, right. Since then, I just I put in other people's names. Yeah, you just put some yeah. put your put your seconds in and yeah. your dit and your utility camera department. Yeah, 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 yeah. or just camera department. Yeah. Right, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I don't want to be the guy to win the five dollar Friday. I've won it twice for really low amounts, a couple hundred bucks. Like I was on this show. <laughs> I was day playing on the show for a few days, and it was a Friday, and they did five dollar Friday, and it got—I don't know how many of the actors must have pumped it up, but oh no, <laughs> super expensive. Oh, it was. Um, and you won that? You no, won no, 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 I didn't win oh, okay. it. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. It was. Uh, tw- was it twenty five hundred or something? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. But I used to hear stories all the time um, from my friend who used to work on all these shows and. The, the producers and the showrunners would get into pissing matches about how who put more money in. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. So, so they're trying to, to top me, each other? Yes. She used to tell me, <laughs> I'm not going to name names of shows or whatever, yeah. but like there were certain shows where like some Fridays it would be five or ten grand. And then sometimes they would even split it and oh, make my. draw twice so it wasn't all one God. person. Like, and. I know, actually, I've been a part of rigging a $5, or it wasn't even a 5 it was a dollar Friday um, for someone. It was a local. We were in North Carolina. Actually, I'm not sure. She must have been. Um, it was somebody working on the movie, her car broke down, and oh, it was going to cost yeah. her a fortune, yeah. and it was like that day, Yeah. and we're all just like, we yeah, went to, give it to her. we're like, hey, um... So, every name in there is her name. Yeah. That's They're like, nice. what do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, we, we won her. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not winning this yeah. week, PA. You won last week <laughs> and the week before. Because everybody's putting PAs yeah. in. Yeah. I'm like, that's she's good. she's winning. She could use the $300 yeah. or whatever. You know? Yeah. That's nice. But you don't, you know, we. I, I don't I, think it was my idea, but uh, I was happy to go along with it. But yeah. And then, and, and I think a lesson for new people coming in this you don't as the steady cam operator or the camera operator you don't really want to be the guy to walk away with all the money i'm okay winning it if i'm on all the time yeah i am truthfully but i'm gonna i'm gonna like i'm gonna hit the pas hard with their yeah. tip yeah because for the you gotta hand for the back. people who don't know they run around all day with a bucket on and they organize it and they promote it. Yeah. So the amount of money you win is based on them. Yeah. Say so they, they have this stupid bucket with like some kind of shitty rope yeah. <laughs> necklace exactly on with the bucket hanging. Right. It's so always the murder. Same, it's the yeah. same way. Every time it's like an old coffee yeah. can, they put my, yeah. you know, and they, they they're get working. On, yeah, they're working and they're doing their regular job. Right. And it's just a fun thing. It's like a little lottery to do. And so you tip them out for running it. Exactly. Okay. I've heard 10%. I'm a 20 guy. I, I think that's yeah. fair. And then whoever wants to go to the bar, you go to the bar with. Yeah. And if you can't go to the bar or if you don't want to go to the bar, whatever, or the wife or whatever, one like you to go to the bar, you give money to the people going to the bar. Exactly. <laughs> and you buy them drinks. Exactly. I mean, come on. You just won money. That doesn't mean you have to spend all of it, but, you know, come on. doesn't mean you have to keep it. And you got to get it. So that's why I'm okay, because I'm yeah, going to do the yeah, right thing with that's it. That's right. If you're just going to win it and go, thanks, and get in your car and drive away, 
you're going to be looked at a little. You're yeah. going to be looked at as kind of a greedy asshole because yeah. everybody knows that he came. You're you're making good money, yeah, exactly. And their PA is making a hundred bucks a day or whatever exactly. they're making, struggling to pay their rent. Right. And if you if you if they got an extra twenty dollars just for them, it'd be a really great day for them. Mm-hmm. So spread it around, right? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Share the wealth. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like common sense to me. Yeah. But I'm in the business for a long time. I guess everybody needs to hear this. Because they don't do dollar days as much as they used to. And right. I know there was a time they were doing like 20 and $100 days on Man. some shows I back in the day. I, gosh, I haven't been on one of those. Mm. It's usually 10 or probably I've 20. never even I've never even seen a 10. I've Five is the max I've ever yeah. seen, I think. I think. But um, I'm trying to remember. I think so. But. Yeah. Well. I'll be the uh, sometimes Spread I'll be the in. guy because they'll say um, it'll be five and they'll say five for twenty instead of four right. tickets, you know. Right. But I'll be the guy like, oh, okay, how much do I get for sixty? <laughs> I'm a gambler, so I'm always like, let's win. <laughs> but I'll take you know I'll take five of them and give them one to each person in my right. apartment and then whatever. And then sometimes I'll throw three at a PA who was really awesome that week. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. That doesn't mean I'm not in there. I'm definitely in there. <laughs> Your name is in there? Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I never, I never let my name appear. But you just told me you won while day playing. So that was I, the, the, But that was my turning point. That was your learning? Because I felt kind of right. bad for being the guy that came in from no place. Right. You not even part of the crew. You learned the lesson the wrong way. Yeah. And yeah. I I've, I've kind of felt bad. I'm not, af- I'm not afraid to go in. I'm on the crew just like everybody else is. But but the difference sure. is if a PA if a PA wins, and we go to the bar, I'm not letting him buy me a beer. Either. Right, right. That's a whole other. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. I just like to win. It's yeah. not necessarily about the money. It's the thrill. It's yeah. the excitement of the yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or okay. maybe I'm just a dick. I don't know. No, you're, you're a little ga- bit of everything. You're a gambler. You... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I am not. Anyway. I could have. I I could guess that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm a, I'm out of questions. All right, so let's Wait, start when, on your interview. <laughs> let's begin. <laughs> Clear the next three hours. We're going to start. Oh, God. Wait, let me ask you a question, though. Have you learned how to get, get away with murder in five years? I have a pretty good idea. Really? Yeah. Like, in all seriousness, because of the show, like you're like, oh, there are ways I could get away with it? Uh, I doubt it. I, don't, I think gotcha. it's all... Uh, Gotcha. Well, who knows? I mean, we we had a uh, they have a supposedly a, a law uh, consultant, a lawyer sure. who is a consultant who is there quite often. Um, who I is helping tell them like that's plausible, that's not plausible. Lawyer stuff, I guess. I don't know what's what what works, what what may work, what may not work. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it seems to be a lot of um, making deals. And 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 tricky lawyer stuff. It's very complicated. I it's it is okay. That there's so many twists and turns in that script. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, I was there for a couple of days. I don't know what the show's about. <laughs> it's them trying to get away with murder. They, a bad thing happened at they're, the, at the they're start. Killing people though. Well, no, they're trying to keep from going to jail for. Well, they did once, <laughs> and then they it just somebody. got it just got worse. It just you know the okay. I think the uh, the, it's the is it the younger people trying to get away with it? Everybody's trying to get away. Everybody oh. gets sucked in. Okay, the people around them. 
All right. <laughs> even even poor uh, uh, poor Billy Brown. Who's Billy Brown? To, he's he plays Nate. Um, uh, he's he's a cop that kind of gets involved in the gang, uh, and um, you know all their stories intertwine and everything. And you know just everybody they uh, they seem to run into has it sucked gets into the sucked vortex. In, yeah, it's a vortex of right. messiness. He was on. We f- we figured out that he was on. He was one of the Starship Troopers. Billy Brown. Oh, really? And he was. I think he was. He was on um, uh, 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 Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Um, oh, cool. Huh. So <laughs> that was kind of an interesting coincidence. I thought uh, we laughed about that. He kind of shook his head about Starship Troopers too. He <laughs> the, you were on that. The, the sequel oh, or man. the the sequel to the original. The the movie that I that I worked on, Starship Troopers, uh-huh. two. Oh, so you have to be very, very, very you, clear about that. It's right, two. right, right. Did you recognize him or no? Did he recognize did, you? There were so no, many but, people on that. Because how many times you walk into a set on day one or whatever, and you're like, oh, we worked together before, <laughs> but where? Yeah. And then you spend, you might. I've I've gone months working with somebody, and never figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you're like, hmm, whatever. It, and that's that's what I I always think I I would my my one bit of advice to somebody. Uh, getting in the business is remember everybody's name. Unlike hmm. unlike me, you know, you, you you'll end up on a podcast trying to figure out people's names and be well, yeah, woefully lacking in information. Yeah, it's but, helpful when you're on set yeah, to know you, everybody's you know names. Somebody's be name, respectful. If you know somebody's name from a show five years ago, man. Yeah, but that's that different. goes a long ways. Yeah, but that's that's different. That's totally different. I mean, I I nobody can. Not nobody, but very few people can do that. I know, but what a great skill that would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it's not a skill. It's not a learned thing. It's a, <laughs> it's a talent. An ability? Right. I don't know. Well, look, when you say I'm bad with names, I'm bad with names. You know, you're worse in names with names than I am. <laughs> exactly. You, you get my point. It's yeah. not, you, yeah. you can't work on it. You can't like, what are you going to do every day? Repeat everybody you've worked with over right. and over again like, right. for the last 20 years? I mean, you either remember them or you don't. That's just the way yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, it's a great tip and everything, but like you tell their parents so they can try to do something <laughs> during the pregnancy. I don't know. Because <laughs> you're just more in the way you're born. And some people yeah. have really great memories for this stuff and some have no clue. Yeah. You know? um, but so. I always think, you know, you, you run into somebody who you haven't seen in a long time or you you're talking about, you know, we're we're sitting here talking about stuff that happened years and years and years ago. Uh-huh. You can just whip out a name, man, that would be impressive. And you would, you know, I think that would go a long way. No, I agree with you. Too. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not something you can train for. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I well, not that I'm aware of. I well, haven't I don't know of it. I think if you have that ability and a reliable car, you'd go a long way in Hollywood. That's a good point. Really? You, what else do you need? I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If you're a psychopath, you can make it big in Hollywood. <laughs> same with Wall Street. Same really? with politics. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Anyway, that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but, but if you're sociopathic or psychopathic, yeah. which are essentially the same thing. Um, yeah. No remorse. A willingness to lie to everyone. To tell a different lie to 20 different people in the same room and manage to pull it off and not feel bad about wow, anything. I thought of it that way, yeah. And fuck everyone over. 
to get the job that's above where you are yeah so that there's no consequences for all the fucking you did and then you and then once you get up to that job you do it again look there's a there we're we're a bit off topic but i've read I've, I've done some reading on this man I'm so kidding. the preponderance of if that's the right word of of psychopaths within the u.s or maybe the whole population of the world is somewhere around i think i'm guessing now two percent if memory serves really right which is a lot of lot of crazies they're not all violent by the way violent psychopaths a whole other like the violence does not infect every one of them but if you look at the the fortune 500 ceos it's like 10 percent. really yeah nice not nice not nice but but you know saying it, yeah. when they, when a, when a corporation seems evil sometimes it, it just is truly is yeah sometimes it is yes. sometimes it's not but i mean there are a lot of there are a lot of wow so there's scientific numbers for for this well claim? they're all estimates of course yeah. but i mean look if you want if you want to do more if you're interested in the subject there's a brilliantly fantastic and great read of this book called the psychopath test written by a guy named John Ronson. Okay. J-O-N-R-O-N-S-O-N. Um, he's written a bunch of great books. He does... He's a... He, he He's like a nonfiction humorist journalist. Nice. I don't know. Okay. I, he, he's he's almost one of a kind. He... he, he uh, I mean, he spent like months with a, essentially an Islamic terrorist. He spent weeks, I think, with the leader of the KKK. Um even though he's Jewish. Wow. He was so and he's and he's neurotic too, so he's scared to death to, to yeah. that they'll find out he's Jewish. Yeah. Like all this stuff, you know. He's an English guy. Um he's a really interesting guy, but he did this, he wrote this book that he was going to write about this whole other thing that's in the book, and because of that, he meets some doctors that he has to talk to in an interview, and then he finds out that there's only one test to determine whether you're a psychopath or not. Wow. There's one test that a doctor out of Canada wrote many years ago. And I think it's something like 30 questions. And if you score above a certain amount, you're in that category. And if you score above that amount, that doctor, and you know, I'm sure there are many different variants of this, whatever, but essentially they can put you in a, in a psycho ward for your life. Like no they determine kidding. everything. Oh if you, gosh. if you, so we would all, we would all score on this test. Yeah. Like you would not get a zero. I wouldn't get a zero. Yeah. Like everybody in the world, because some of them are good things. Yeah. Like one of the things is to be very outgoing and likable. Right. Yeah. But if you put that together with no remorse, willingness yeah. to lie, a violent wow. side, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. like you put all these things together and they're not all bad. Some are, but, um, uh, you know, super narcissistic personality. Um, we all know people who possess some of these things mm -hmm. or multiples of these things. Um, and then you become like, if you score a certain amount, you can be put away forever. Part of the part of the book is him talking to a guy who's been put away. Wow. Who yeah. who wears a suit all the time and he thinks is a super normal guy. He also talks to an ex CEO who was who was um, charged with the mission. Of firing like I can't remember the exact number, but thousands of people. He got brought into a big corporation as the CEO to be the axe man, and mm -hmm. he was happy to do it. 
Man. And he and John Ronson went to his house to interview him in Florida, and he said it's it was all gold and then animal heads everywhere. <laughs> and there's this whole thing about like people with like trophies and stuff like that. That's that's one little mark yeah. in that direction. And then like the gold and all the ostentatious assholiness. Yeah, that's another. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, he interviewed this guy and this like. I should reread the book. It's one of my favorite books. It's a great book. And it's very funny. It doesn't sound funny, but it's very but it is very funny. Could apply to Hollywood then. Yeah, I mean that book would be hard to make into a movie. You probably actually I'm not gonna say anything more. There you I'm go. By there the you rights go. right yeah. now. <laughs> no, but He's you know I'm mentioning it as we speak. But I'm I'm interested in many, many subjects. Yeah. Which is why part of I think I like to talk to people and interview them. I know. Because I'm interested. And um Gosh, you should try to find Ronson. He has his own podcast. There you go. So he's used to it. He knows what's going on. That's a good point. Can go so around. I should interview him? Yes, absolutely. Right. Oh my God. It'd be so much more interesting than what I have to say. Will you spend weeks and or months calling him for me and talking to his representation trying to get him on Is this that podcast? Is what you have to do? Oh God. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. How do I know? I don't know. There are steady cam operators who are like, I don't know. My agent thinks maybe I shouldn't do it. No. No, they're not really. But oh, they're... they're <laughs> you're right. They don't. Do you have an agent? No. No. Have you ever had an agent? No. I almost gonna did have at an one agent? point. And then a movie I was doing was like, you know what? We're not using Steadicam. And it was like our test job. I was going to sign with Russell, but then he called me back. He's like, the producer says there's no Steadicam. And part of it was oh. the DP played it up more than he should have. He told me there was Steadicam. Yeah. And then the director didn't want it. Man. So it was a weird situation. I haven't spoken to him since. I mean, it wouldn't be a problem, but um, it was kind of funny. It was a long time, long time ago. Yeah, mid two thousands, I think. But um, yeah, the anyway. agent thing is kind of tricky. Yeah, I had I had one for a minute. Yeah, and didn't work out for didn't, you. He didn't seem to be working for me so much. He kind of got me the regular rate and. Mm. And it seemed like I was, I was mostly I was telling people to call my agent, which sort of put them off. Mm-hmm. And when uh, when he quit, <laughs> he quit the company, quit the agency. This particular agent oh. quit the agency, and the 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 head of the agency said, you know, you know, we'll we'll let you out of your contract. Oh, because oh. we had to sign a contract. So like any any job you get, it's got to go through us. Sure, right, 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 right. But but they would just one UPM. Did they work for you? Uh, what do you mean? Did you get interviews because of them? Did you get no, jobs because of no, them? No, that right. was the weird thing. Is that basically all they were doing was negotiating right. the rate. And, and if the rate was the same, that's the problem yeah. with TV now. Although I think it's changing a bit. Um, and I don't want to. I don't like to talk money a lot on this, but I think. The rates were so set in stone for so long, mm-hmm. especially with the networks. And I think with the networks, to a certain degree, they still are. But with Netflix and Apple, and th- things are changing mm-hmm. quite a bit. And in the right direction for us. Yeah. So. Um, I hope so. Yeah, keep that in mind. 
anyone listening and, and you too john because um over the last year or whatever i did a show um i did some netflix work some oh, really? apple work ah. um and i've started to find out the deal okay so i've only worked for our uh, mike is kind of locked into was locked into abc i'll be uh, interested to uh maybe uh do a job for a streaming company yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. hopefully will i be uh, interested yeah sure especially and, uh, without an agent though. i mean the stuff i the stuff i worked on was really cool and interesting and different and you know it wasn't the factory that t that network tv can be yeah um so, just 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 because it was based uh, in, in a, at a streaming company or whatever you would call it amazon or apple or netflix i don't i don't know i don't i can't define why it was how it was yeah it might have been the producers it might have been yeah. whatever but like when they don't you know when this episode doesn't have to air in three weeks yeah exactly yeah okay right we're shooting 10 they're spending a gazillion dollars on it and or whatever yeah you know what i mean it's like a different vibe yeah yeah there's more creativity okay. like there there aren't there aren't network people sitting at the monitors going you know God, that'd are, be nice yeah yeah <laughs> Jeez. i mean there's this you know you things used to be way more creative they got everything got so corporate that now there's like a money person watching over every minute of everything and like tapping their watch and it's like well but we need this for the thing yeah but you're over budget right you know what i mean it's like yeah but we won't make anything if we don't get this shot but you're but you're you're over your time you know what i mean like turn it off at 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 11 hours or whatever minutes yeah right i mean it's like Everybody, look, I don't want to work 12 hour days. I want to work, I want to work eight to 10 and feel and have a nice life. Um, but on the days when, you know, you're at the crazy location and you have to do a 14, I'm cool with that. Like, mm-hmm. let's get the shots we need. Let's make the shots right. cool, whatever. It's when you do 14 and you wait an hour and a half because the scheduling was screwed up in the morning. Yeah. Then the producers want to rewrite something. And then, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. And then you do 14 hours yeah. and you're twitting. It's, you know, you're just like, banging your head against the wall all the time mm-hmm. and it's every day that's frustrating right anyway so it feels it's feels like a better uh culture at, at a streaming i don't know whether the i mean look i by the way i was doing second unit on one covering for somebody on mm-hmm. another so i i wasn't there the whole time on either show so i can't speak to it all but um but anybody who's curious what i you know what the rates were and stuff i'm happy to share not on here but I'm happy to share. Anybody who knows me, shoot me an email, whatever. I yeah. will share. I'll be yeah, because we you. have to share and and yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you know, yeah. just to know what's going on. I'm not yeah. talking about demanding everybody work for the same amount or whatever. But if you find out, hey, they're generally paying people more. It's good to know. I seem to think this next one we're going on to is a streaming situation, something like that. Are you going on something else? Yeah, we've got a we got another one starting in about a month. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. That's cool. Um, I don't have a lot of information about it other than a start date. Oh. So, but I think it's, any information you have, you probably shouldn't say anyway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm I, I mean, there's you, the, you probably shouldn't say anyway. Okay. <laughs> there's really, there's really, it's 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 kind of. Uh, usually, I'll get a you know, we'll know we're going to do something. You know, some show is coming up, and uh-huh. then and then about a day or two 
before we need to go to prep, I'll get a, a text from either Daryl or, or Heather about when to show up at prep. <laughs> and that's that's about that's about the, the notice that I get. It's funny. That's like I went to the prep for this commercial and they're like, oh, did you hear they hired another Steadicam operator and blah, blah, blah. And we're doing this and we're doing that. And there's two units now. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> low i didn't know that low information yeah, yeah. it's okay i mean it, it, we've we've all worked uh, the crew that i work on we've worked together for so many years it's just you know just another yeah thing. you know you're not gonna get left out in the cold yeah you're just, gonna know everything eventually yeah it's great and it's it's very it's real i feel very very fortunate to to be hooked up with these guys and and that that the fact that mike has confidence in me to keep, cool. keep hiring me and and uh so you know, I I can't say anything against that. It's it's really yeah. nice. So whatever you know, the, the the trials that we go through, the tough things that we that happen, it's it's okay, you know, because I have a I kind of get a regular job out of it. Yeah, that's because there are so many years that I I you know we I didn't have that. It was all these right. day plays that I'm looking at in this box. It's like goes on and on. There's so many I, things I can't even remember that I did. Yeah, that I had. We're all the same way. I know. Yeah, 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 but um, but hey, we could we could spend a bunch more time talking about IMDb, yes. but let's not do it while we're recording. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is this is the bizarro episode. No, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Really? But, we, but no, but it can be over. Okay. It's yeah. it's it's. Yeah. it's yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. But it's two hours and seven minutes now. Oh God. Oh God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? But it's been good. Have I have I told you anything that you didn't know? Didn't it? Time flew, didn't it? But. Did I tell yes. you anything yes, you, you did. didn't know? Really? Yes. Yes. Because, we, you know, we've known each other a while. I know. You, you, you told me tons of stuff. What's happening? I didn't know any of this stuff. Really? I knew nothing. All right. All right. But thanks for coming in. You're most welcome. This, again, this is, as I told you, this is the greatest thing ever that you're doing this. Oh, and, thanks, man. I don't know I, about that, but. The, the one thing I kind of felt weird about is that you've, I'm following Garrett Brown. It, would you, you rather be? Would you have rather be before Garrett? Well, I think so. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, as <laughs> oh. you can see, I really have nothing well, to add to I'm the conversation. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> My apologies. You've gone, you've gone all the way to the heights of Garrett. It was fantastic. I mean, it was great to listen to that. It just cool. You, Thanks, you, man. To, and and also, you you I, I'm sure it wasn't you know from my idea, but you find you interviewed Jim Martell. And oh yeah, I thought that was fantastic. That guy has so many great stories, and you could do another couple episodes with him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He has so Jim's much to great. say. Jim's great. Love him. I've known him a long time too. Yeah, long I, time. Yeah. I I got his when when before Cinegear was Cinegear when it was Showbiz West. Did you oh. ever, were you around when that? I never went to it. I I know of it. He was he was showing off the device and, mm. and I think you there came out with the M1 motor and all that stuff you know more technical crap but I did know it before was, that though because I had an M1 motor as I talked about on that yeah, episode yeah. On, on order that never came and I and I listened to that that was it was terribly interesting I learned stuff I, you know you're oh. talking about that it's fantastic it's like all this history and Thanks, people man. like Brown Garrett and and Jim and you know all these other guys it's just absolutely wonderful to hear all this stuff because i'm i'm learning things and it's good to have it in the in the you know like a history and you know just like an oral history of steadicam and yeah so it's in the know. cloud too so it can't go away now yeah it's fantastic so <laughs> you know i'm sorry i'm sorry for this little 
speed bump of, of my <laughs> my rambling. So. Oh no! Please go on. Please go. <laughs> but <laughs> please continue. <laughs> I I would I think uh, you know there's so many other great folks you gotta cool, talk man. to. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. There's a there's a long list. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get to all of them. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm really thankful for the ones you've you've interviewed so far. I'm crossing you off the list not, right now. Not me, but all these other guys. It's great to listen to. Thanks, man. All right. And thanks for doing it. Of course. All right. Of course. Let's fun. go have another beer. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> thanks again to John for coming in and hanging out with me. I really had a great time chatting with him, and I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you to Tiff and Steadicam for their support and for bringing me to Vegas, where uh, I haven't done anything yet, but it should be a great time, I think. Uh, <laughs> thank you again to Walter Clausen FX for their continued support. And thank you all for listening.